Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You Are That. All right. We have a remote episode coming your way, which means your brain at some point is going to say, Hey, this sounds a little different. Let your heart tell your brain. Hell yeah, it does. And I'm into it. Hey, Shan. Hey, Bond. Hi, how are you? I'm medium. How are you? Uh, medium high. Yeah? Nice. As in, I am a little high. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm extra medium then, because I'm like, I'm like three white claws deep. So oh, this is perfect. There you go. Yeah, I think we're on the same page tonight. This is awesome. Nice. Oh, my God. I am very tired. Oh, my God. And I think same. it's just, a, it's like an all over body tired. Like I've been... Uh, doing manual labor for several days yeah. and I have not. Oh, I was doing manual labor to take my mind off the crazy. I was doing gardening like mad today. I hauled pounds and pounds and pounds of soil. And I'm like, I think I'm doing that to make sure I can sleep because I haven't been sleeping if I'm not exerting energy. How about you? Oh, I'm sleeping. I'm taking melatonin. Oh, that <laughs> a girl. Okay. Well, the reason we're doing this episode and our next episode a little differently um it's because the world has turned itself upside down yeah and we have some we have some recordings of amazing guests talking about their childhood and fun stuff but we're gonna put a little pause on that and we are going to be a little more real this week yeah you know to match the circumstances at hand it's hard to be a really bright levity of nostalgia with episodes we've recorded before this hit so I think oh, this is nostalgic. This is like, remember when we could hang out with people? Right? Remember when you and I were in the same room? Remember no, that's that? true. But it's hard <laughs> to be like, a few of our guests that we have coming up for future episodes that we've already recorded are literal rays of sunshine, and it would feel mm-hmm. false and strange right now. So this yeah. is a better option, we think. We want to talk about how it really feels. We want everyone listening to know like, hey, you feeling crazy? You feeling fine? Yeah. You feeling overwhelmed? You feeling different yeah. on an hourly basis you are not alone we went ahead and we reached out to our past guests mm-hmm. and that honestly felt so good oh, you weren't kidding you said it was like therapy and mm-hmm. 
I left every single conversation feeling so much better. better. Mm-hmm. I did not see that coming. I really didn't. Because I've been, I've been feeling like a storm cloud. So I was like, God, if everyone is like me, this is going to be a depressing episode. And that's not at all how it no. is. There's great. some hearty laughter ahead. There are some just real side eye at the situation happening. Right. And then there are some real like heartfelt confessions of mini meltdowns. Oh, and yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. Um, listen to all of our guests today. We have some really good ones. I will say I've loved all of our guests so much that I think we were both equally jealous that we got to talk to the list that we rock, paper, scissors for, basically. But yeah, we just divvied everybody up uh, in it. It felt like I, I got jealous. a little pocket of gold, but I was really excited to <laughs> right. hear your interviews. So we each did them separately. We did yep. one sister, one guest, and- or one sister and two guests if it's a pair and each of us is quarantined at our own homes bon and i haven't mm-hmm. gotten a chance to see each other except for our six foot mini dropping of me bringing toilet paper so that she could stay home toilet paper no you guys listen okay. listen this is insane <laughs> give a sister a shout out right now <laughs> So my ass, I'm a sick person, so I stay inside. And when I go to the store, I'm super anxiety riddled, which is not like me. I enjoy grocery shopping. I enjoy doing all the things. And I just, you know, physically can't for my health. And I'm trying to be the statistic that is staying home and saving the hospitals because I will be in the hospital. So Shannon has been super sister (laughs) and has dropped off eggs, homemade butter, bone broth, toilet paper she talked the manager of a store into giving her more than two packs of toilet paper and brought some and put it on my porch and not only that she went full-on easter shopping because we have two kiddos in the house and i got to make up baskets full of stuff where i was like dang i want this this is cool she picked out so much cool stuff and just let it be like you know she's our personal shopper for an event and it was amazing and it also you got to get out of the house for a minute even though it was crazy out in the world like sometimes you just got to bust out those doors well and you know what's really cool is I get to be the cool aunt and I haven't ever got to really flex that muscle before I get to be (laughs) the cool aunt that got to do secret sister shopping because Bonnie's gotten to be the cool aunt for Aiden for quite some time but this is really new ground for me and I'm very excited about it so I got stoked about getting to pick the baskets and then you know, I mean, I I battled a store I shouldn't have been in. Nobody should have been in that place. Was, <laughs> that place was like a movie. It was not acceptable. Like, no, if you guys ugh. go someplace and it is packed full of people, just walk Leave. away because yeah. those are all the people that are not following instructions. I don't care, dude. Oh god. No, and if the place doesn't have a policy on distance, all that stuff, like we're just you know begging you all to be really careful. It sounds insane, and- but it's insane right now, you guys. So. Bonnie, you had the joy of literally talking about this burn down with our burner, Rachel Strauss. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm so excited. I haven't heard this. I'm excited to hear it. It's good. There's big laughs. She's real as hell. And we get to take a look inside her home and see how she's oh. doing. So I'm excited to share it. Yes, let's do it. You're as good as you can be. Yeah, that's, oh been, my my, that's been my go-to for the time being that's it's good it's a it's a classic one it will stand the test of time (laughs) Uh, holding it together is about all I got to give 
And yeah, <laughs> right? It oh, is a weird time, isn't it? It is. And I love it. Rachel, thank you for taking time and sitting down with just the bond. My pleasure. And doing a quickie check-in. I can hear your lovely littles behind you. And <laughs> we welcome it. Believe it or not, the door is closed and I'm in my own room right now, but I'm sure you can still hear the chaos. That no, is I love it. Who's in your quarantine posse? Where are you located? And It is just my little nuclear family, just me, my husband, and my three kids and our two dogs and our three rats. That is um, quite... The little zoo you've built. For yeah, yourself. yeah, it is. We're about to add chickens. Are you? Yay. Yeah, we are. We are. You get it's to time. be the egg lady. You get to yeah. be rich with eggs. I well, you know, right now, if you have eggs, you are rich. <laughs> exactly. Shannon's the egg lady, so I get bonus eggs. That's and fresh. Yes, so and much better when they're fresh. She's she's killing it at the Pioneer Woman game, and we were talking about like quarantine is kind of bringing us back to vintage times of like for sure trade yes and like you're gonna have some eggs what are some things that you guys are in dire need of that you're like yo i'll trade you and what would you trade for yeah right um what do we have extra of right now not that much honestly you know right before all of this i like pared down my whole house so i'm like man i really wish i had kept some of those toys for the kids (laughs) (laughs) That would have actually come in handy right now. A little while ago, I'm like, we don't need all these toys, you know? And it's been fine. They've been fine, but it's a lot. Um, What are we in need of? Eggs has been probably the thing that we run out of the quickest and that we need. And Mm -hmm. I have yet to go to a grocery store. We are three weeks completed we've done three weeks of quarantine my family yeah and this is i'm i love going out to dinner i love going out to meals i love seeing friends i love parties and being out of the house and this is like going three weeks eating every single meal at home is (laughs) a new experience for me (laughs) it feels really weird and you start taking it for granted i'm thinking of all those times where friends have invited me out and I'm the homebody that I'm like, oh, I'd rather just be at right. home. So I said no to like attending just basic right. stuff because I just didn't feel social and I didn't feel like spending money on like extravagant food. <sighs> and and at this point, extravagant to me is like a sushi roll. I'm so. just, I'm thinking back and I'm like, I will never complain about school drop off again. Like I am going to be so <laughs> freaking grateful to drive back and forth six times a day to the different schools. Like I'll be so grateful for that day when, when I can make those drives. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's how is it crazy. with having the kids? How, tell everyone how old your kids are. My my youngest just turned four. He had his birthday on St. Patrick's Day, and that was our first weekend of quarantine. So he didn't get his birthday party, and it was definitely a different sort of birthday. And then my daughter turns six in two weeks, and then I have oh, wow. a seven and a half year old. Um, we are doing kindergarten and first grade right now, which thank goodness, I honestly think I lucked out with the ages of my kids because I don't have to do super rigorous teaching. And they're also old enough where I can leave them in a room and they're not going to try and kill themselves by climbing on something or, you know what I mean? I can leave them re 
eating or playing in a room and they're fine. So my sister has a one-year-old, you know, and that is just, she's crawling everywhere and, and now nothing is safe anymore. And just to have that, to constantly be watching and getting no breaks at all. I mean, that's, I've got it easy. I have it. I have it really easy in comparison. Yeah, they're at the age where they like listen and respond in kind. And if they hurt themselves, they can be like, "Hey, I'm a right, exactly, and exactly." It everything easier. It's so weird how complicated it all gets when you have to start thinking about. This. It's just what's wild, Bonnie, is like we were just four mm-hmm. weeks ago hanging out together poolside at a giant women's conference, and then it's like we got home, and in a matter of days life as we knew it was completely changed it's so wild it's totally wild and hard to wrap your head around but we just got word from our state that our kids are not expected to go back to school at all this year so my husband took it hard but I've been kind of prepping for that mentally so I was expecting it but he's like oh my gosh what are we gonna do (laughs) you know it's just it's it's a big pill to swallow when you are used to a certain way of life. Yeah. And it's that routine that once it's gone and you have to start implementing a new routine, a new new routine. Yeah. And and it's the unknown timeline. So I feel like. Right. The unknown timeline is what really makes it hard. It's kind of nice that they've set it out a little bit Mm -hmm. further now so that you know, like, okay, I'm at least in this for another 10 weeks or 15 weeks, you know, however long it is, it would be nice to have some sort of end. But that's just not how this works because nobody has any idea how this is going to end. So we're just going to, you know, hope for the best and keep helping each other where we can and... I don't know, distracting ourselves right. with art. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> like you, you're one of the lucky ones. You have like yes. um, a whole business around community and sharing and zenning out on burning wood and doing all the things. So you already yes. have this like built in thing that people can join you in to like feel it. Yeah. And they should. I mean, honestly, if you're going to pick up a hobby right now, I suggest wood burning. It's it's a pretty right? nice one Well, Amazon's have. still kicking it. Just yeah. find something with a heat. Yeah, still, they get are. Some they are. fun tips to play with and just wait for that mail to come. And I have so many things I want to burn. And right now I'm like, yes, I'm a paycheck to paycheck human. So I get to mm. like kind of just uh, see exactly where I can put stuff other than like the hunt for toilet paper. Mm. You know, it's um, when, when like basic needs aren't being met, it's hard to be creative. It is. It's hard to like, I want to do all the things, but most my extracurricular stuff that I don't already own, that's the problem. I have stuff to, I could carve stamps right now and do printing, but I don't want to do that. It's what is wrong with me? I want to burn wood and I don't have a wood burning kit. I want to do all these things. So I'm right now just, I'm focused on the iPad. Like I don't have to set yes. up supplies. I can put it away at a moment's notice in case something in the household like needs my attention. I can come back to it and just pick right, right back up. I can do it with music. I can do it in a room full of people. And that's been benefiting me. And I'm like learning all these new things. I'm like, thank God for YouTube videos. Like, you don't know how to do something. Mm-hmm. I just learned how to make paper texture last night and was like, oh, I'm going to play with paper texture. And it's really fun because it looks like watercolor on paper texture. So I'm like, oh, now I'm a genius at this. I'm going to do a whole bunch of layers. And now I'm like using the little lasso deleting tool and like 
deleting parts of it and creating like paper lace. Like it looks like, and oh I don't want to sit there with an exacto knife and use my hands and actually cut stuff right. and then clean up paper later and then be like, what am I doing with this? Now I'm making like digital, like cut paper stuff. And I'm like, this is my new Zen. This is really fun. That's so fun. I'm so glad that you're getting creative right now. I have not found much creative motivation. The motivate, the only motivation I've found is like, I've, I'm doing things like making gardens and things like the things where I'm like, I need to make my own fruit and vegetables. I need to have my own chickens and eggs, you know, where I'm feeling like I just need to, it doesn't feel like, well, yeah. Yeah. And t- I need to take care of family and be a little more self-sustaining. Exactly. You know and what I mean? that weird feeling like being an artist and a maker, there's that weird underlying like selfish feeling all the time when you have yes. people in yes. your world that are like wanting your attention, need you for things. And if you sit down and you're like, I just need a moment for me. And you take a full hour at the end of it, you're like, yes, I've created something or started something. But there's that weird guilt feeling of like, how is this benefiting anyone but me right now? And gardening and mm-hmm. doing all the things mm-hmm. is like your brain going, this feels creative. This is keeping my hands and my mind busy the way that my art does. And it's also going to benefit us and bring us like stuff for the house. So you get that full round feeling. Totally. Yeah, totally. And it's been nice with the kids outside. You know, like I am so grateful I have a backyard. Yes, me too. It's just, it's things like that where I'm like, Thank goodness we got that trampoline and the play structure built when we did. You know, um, I really, I cannot complain at all. You know, we have to stay home, but we're safe. So it's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll ride it out and make it work. And I will have my moments of sheer panic. But in between the moments of sheer panic, I'm, I'm, enjoying all of the family time I'm getting. I just wish I could see extended family and friends. And, you know, it's that human connection part that is like, I I mean, I think as a world, it's wild going through this thing together where you know that people in Italy and in France and in Spain and in all across the globe, everybody is doing this thing together and going through this thing together. It's something that is hopefully going to be the only time it happens in our life. You know what I mean? And it's like bringing the world together in a way that things haven't done before. Wars and things like that. Like we're always battling each other right now. The whole world is focused on coming together and being a part of society that says, okay, we're going to help stop something. And it, it, it's a weird yeah. feeling for the doers who are like, I just want to go out there and help everybody, but I can't. And, right. and we've right. been reminded over and over like that you not doing that is helpful. Just supporting yes. where you can is helpful. Well, and it's working. It's, it's, you can see it working in places, you know? So we just have to keep staying home and staying safe and Doing our doing it's our so part. Crazy. It can just, I ask? Can I ask how you yes. have explained this to your kids? Like the varied ages. Like how, how do you that is in a um, way that makes it not terrible? Honestly, we we are completely honest and open with them. They hear conversations that we have with each other. Um, we talk to them. You know, not like they're adults. We you know dumb some things, not dumb them down, but we you know put them at their level for some things, but they understand that it's a virus. They understand that it's easy to catch. They understand 
how we need to be staying home and staying safe. They're concerned about their family members, um, like extended family members, I think because they just, you know, they're not right in front of them all the time to show, you know, to show them like we're okay and everything's fine. But they, they're doing good. Honestly, they are getting along pretty well, which is so yeah. surprising. Um, and, and they are teaching each other things and they're pitching in. And I mean, I think they get that this is like a, a really yeah. big thing, you know? Um, and they're, they're going with the flow. Honestly, my second daughter, Evelyn, she really just, she's like, I don't miss school. This is great. I love being home. Like she's like totally cool with the whole thing. <laughs> she's like extended summer forever. She's totally fine with just staying home and digging in the dirt in the backyard and, you know, doing things as a family. Do you guys so- have sleepers? Like did you, during school time, we have the grouchy one that's like, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to go to school. Fights, kicking and screaming. Evelyn's okay. the sleeper. She that's really likes sleeping. Right. So she's getting to sleep in right now. And that's wonderful for her. Other than that, like, I mean, Abby, my oldest, um, she's been FaceTiming with her boyfriend. Wait, so, oh, yeah, she has that um, boyfriend. <laughs> she's got that little boyfriend. That's right. And they've been FaceTiming. Oh. And it's the cutest thing. He The other day, he set up the camera and put on his bike helmet and was showing her his sweet moves on his oh, bicycle. Oh, my God. It's the, it's the sweetest thing. It really is. And they did it. They scheduled to do a Zoom video chat with their friends. And so they each invited two of their friends. And then they did like a, a Zoom chat where the whole time, all of them, all putting they were the doing was playing with putting the backgrounds. The yeah, that's all. That's yeah. all they cared about. They weren't talking at all. But it was so cute to just like have them see each other, you know? Yeah, we got we got a group chat last night sent to us on somebody's birthday and they had done like a live performance in their living room, like them and their roommates. And then we got a call later when everyone was like, huh, tied one on a little bit. And it was honestly just adults putting weird filters on. At one point, my face was a foot and I was delighted. And <laughs> everyone just had filters on. And at one point we're like, can anyone even hear us? No one's actually talking to each other. So we just asked like direct questions to one person and they were quietly like, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're having a conversation with one screen. And then every screen around us was just people being drunk and being like, and I'm like, this is insanity. But also like, thank God for it because it's making everyone like yeah. feel a little bit. Oh so- yeah. Can you imagine if this happened before FaceTime, like, and before the ability to oh see God. I'm just picturing being like 11 during my time yeah and going exactly you know right. the landline would have been tied up we didn't have the internet we didn't have like aol chat rooms at that time we would have just right. like go outside I and know. play every day go outside and play we would have had online well, and you also just wonder like how slow it would have taken and how long it would have taken for news to spread about you know Real treatment or how it's being spread and all of that stuff right you know it your parents just, would have um, had to go get the paper. Like we like little town. Right, right. And infect themselves right. in the process. Right. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It's it's one of those things that, you know, when you're a kid and you're looking into the future and you're like, 2020, that sounds like so futuristic and far away. And and then we get here and we're like, wait a minute, like this is what 2020 is? Like, no thanks, you know? It's just it's a um, lot. It's a lot. And wild. it's a the mind blow to me is just how devastating it is to realize how 
our hospitals are, you know, pushed to the brink right now. So and, ill-equipped. And, and yeah. yet, like, those are the end-all be-all. Like, as humans, we feel super invincible yeah. for most things. Like, cancers, yeah. I feel like, to me, are the biggest sad, depressing, like, you know, I, I, I may Scary. not make it thing, yeah. but humans are like I yeah. think cancer you know so it's like we still have this weird um sense of feeling slightly invincible and feeling like nothing can harm us or touch us and now we're all cowering in our homes going please don't harm us or touch us and the hospitals just are at max capacity I have a friend that works in the death industry and she's she is a necessary worker she does not get to be working from home she gets to be going to scenes and like collecting the people and it, it's insane to process all that and and think like yeah it's a lot and yes there's still people working in restaurants for us and there's still people doing this but there are people like seeing it so hard and that's a moment in their life where they're like I've never seen anything like this I can only compare it to like memories that people have of like being in a war like it's you don't expect mm-hmm. the harshness of the reality and the people that aren't in the war can just be like, oh, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. You know, but it's like the people on the front lines, they know the seriousness and everyone's trying to tell the yeah. other people like, hey, it's serious. And if just the rest of the people got real serious, we could nip this in the bud so quick, but we don't all have the availability to be home and and be safe. And I'm so grateful for it. It's just a wild world that we are living in right now. And it's um, a day by day, minute by minute sort of thing. And I, I find myself like going through waves, you know, where like I'm good for a little while and I'm like enjoying my family and we're working through math problems and spelling and whatnot. And then you're just staring then, out the window, feeling lost and alone in yeah. a room full of people. Yes. It's crazy, yeah. right? We have yeah. people with us. We are very lucky and fortunate. There are people there that like do not have other people in their houses with them. So God forbid that they have these moments more than me, but those are the moments that creep in and they're heavier than everything. And they're stronger than everything. And just when you see those numbers and you're thinking about like, those are Uh people, those are, those are all people. It's just hard to fathom that this whole thing is even happening. You know, like it's, it's the groundhog's day where you wake up every day and you're like, nope. Well, that was our, her joke you know, when I was on like day three because I quarantined a week later than everybody else. I kept working and then finally had to start staying home. I'm I'm like I can't mm-hmm. risk it. I'm also clumsy. I will fall into a sneeze. I will just be in it <laughs> and be like, whoops, you know, like I left the house for a second and here I am. So it's that weird feeling of me being quarantined way later than everybody else. My own personal joke that I kept saying was like, it's okay. Tomorrow is a new day, and then like cracking up. Because it's not a new day. Because it's the same day. Tomorrow is yesterday. Today is two days from now. It's all the same. And what is tomorrow? We don't know. Nobody knows. A gif of Bill Murray that just says like, what if you woke up every day and lived the same day and nothing was different? <laughs> this is so Groundhog Day. Stop, Bill. Right? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have to tell you. I have to tell you. I just got a text message from Abigail, my daughter's boyfriend. Yay. My seven-year-old daughter's boyfriend. It is, it says, it's a picture of Gavin Newsom, our governor. 
Mm-hmm. And it says California students will repeat their grade for the 2021 school year. And it says to Abby, April Fools. Oh my <laughs> God. You just read it before she got to it. And I love that. <laughs> she hasn't even seen it yet. Oh, I can't wait to show her. She's going to oh, love this. She's going to be like, no way. This. I love, I love that it's April Fools Day right now. I love oh, that. Um, there have been like so many weird pranks. Somebody posted a thing about our governor, uh, Kate Brown saying that, um, they're deeming dispensaries of marijuana and liquor stores mm-hmm. as non-necessities. And then, oh gosh! And, and then everybody it, freaks out. Yeah, and then you clicked on the link, and it said, "Just kidding." And I was like, "Oh my god! Why would they do this?" Oh, that's awful. That's awful. They really shouldn't do that. Honestly, Don't mess with people's weed and their liquor. It's just not a good idea. This is what's keeping people idea. in their homes, like pleasantly cotton bally. Like, let us be cotton balls. <laughs> If we cannot be functioning members of society, let us just wander our our houses, forgetting what we got up for, because that's okay right now. Like, just let's yeah. do it. Let's just let everybody live right now. It's, we all just have to, have to get through this. We just have to get through this. It sounds like you're doing a super great job. We're, we're doing okay. We're doing as well as we can be. <laughs> it's, that's my new favorite phrase. The cross stitches that are going to come out of this. I'm so excited to see more things popping up on Instagram and Facebook and just seeing everyone's posts that are like cheeky and a little wink at how fucked up mm-hmm. everything is. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm at that point where the Instagram facade of like, hey guys, maker's going to make, you, you know, I'm doing all the things. And now I'm just like, Yo, y'all, I'm sad. Are you guys sad? <laughs> it's gotten fucking real. It's, start- it's getting real now. It's really starting to get real. Right. I baked uh, something the other day and I was like, oh, I baked homemade cinnamon rolls. And I sent my sister a picture and it's like the cinnamon rolls in the thing ready to go in the oven. I was like, what Instagram is going to see? And then I showed her the fucking mess I made in the kitchen. I was like, <laughs> what the reality is that there's just flour everywhere. And I was like, don't even want to clean it up right now. <laughs> and I don't have to. Who's going to look at it? Nobody's coming over. Right? No, I clean it up. I have, I have, I feel like I'm having to try to make myself like still do the routine thing. Yes. Because otherwise, if this all ends and they're like, all right, back to work tomorrow. And I I look around like everyone else in their house and I fuck shit up. Yeah. No, I totally have a list of things that it's like, if I don't get this done during quarantine, it's never getting done. Yeah. You know, where it's like it now is the time for me to do these things. Mm -hmm. And if, if I get out of this and I, didn't do it I'm gonna be kicking myself you know for having that time and not doing exactly. it exactly so, I still have boxes know. to unpack I have a whole workshop in my new garage and it just has boxes in it yeah, and I'm like now is the time yeah. to yeah. move all the shit around open the garage doors I don't care if it's raining I just need to go in there and start like organizing my life and I keep doing the thing where I'm like but I need I need organization bins I was gonna go to Ikea and I'm like Girl, look at it online, put it in stacks, get it done. I don't care. Yep. No, I'm um I'm definitely on the list uh, on the the list of people that are like, let's get the list done. Yes. <laughs> like it's time to cross things off. But, you know, just day by day, taking it minute by minute and going with the flow and thank goodness for Netflix, you know? Oh That's my kind God. of that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. You know, so we're, I, I know we're, I, we need to talk about Tiger King, but we do not have time to talk about we, Tiger no, King. No, we do not. But our final question is just, um, I have two questions first. Yes. Tiger King. Yes or no? Oh, heck yes. Okay. And then, um, last 100%. question, we'll end it with sage advice from Rachel Strauss. 
can you give us three things that people should be doing at home to keep themselves sane? What are you? Mm, Okay. So, uh, exercising of some form. I don't care if you're just dancing in your family room Uh to some song for a little while, like, or punching a pillow. Like you just need to like move your body. Um, and then I would say, uh, drinking tons of water, like Mm -hmm. just to keep yourself healthy. You know what I mean? As healthy as you can. Like we need water is so important. And then three, I would say creating in some fashion, some way, shape or form. I love just creating. I love it. You have a wonderful brain. You are an amazing human. And I hope you guys all stay safe. Thank you. You too. Wash your hands. Oh, we are. We're doing it every even hour and then anytime we also need to, but we're just like, it's insane around here. My hands are so dry. Oh, I know. I have have cracks between my fingers, but you know what? (gasps) It's worth it. We'll just, you know, I keep putting my Aquaphor on at night, just like cover my hands and some Aquaphor at night and it's, it's helping. You got to do what you got to do. Got to do what we got to do. I love it. And I love you. Yeah. I love you. We'll talk soon, girl. This was fun. It was fun. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Shannon. Hey, what? <laughs> um, super hella jealous. You got to check in with Al. I know. It was Lovely so Christine Lakin from oh. Hollywood Darlings and Step by Step to see what our friend is up to oh, and what yeah. she's doing in her home. It doesn't disappoint. The girl's on about the same page I am. So it was highly relatable for moms out there everywhere. So it's great. <laughs> I want to hear about some breakdowns. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was I? Were we supposed to do this at ten? I thought. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I'm so sorry. Fine. You know what? It actually works out better because my son was losing his mind about pizza rolls, and now he's calmed down to a dull roar. So I think that it was our destiny. Okay. Good. Yeah. Sorry. I I realized I had a. You know what? It is totally fine. Honestly, I think that I'm learning to fly by the seat of my pants better with all the crazy shit right now. So this is good. Okay. It's a, it's a lesson in calming my jets and (laughs) what is, is it's fine. (laughs) Oh Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm super excited. We're doing these little check-ins with everybody and Bonnie and I are finding this to be like strange therapy. For sure. I didn't realize I was isolating myself so much from even contact with people, which is nuts. Yeah. I guess I'm more of an introvert than I really gave myself credit. It's very <laughs> weird. <laughs> For our listeners, this is Christine Lakin. We're doing a touch base and checking in in these crazy quarantine times it feels like a totally weird universe right now yes I've been following along with your posts on Instagram I love that you're posting stories and talking about the kids and how everything's going and you've got a couple littles is it just the four of you guys and pets that are trapped at your place right now or did you get any extra guests before the shutdown just the four of us um Mm -hmm. and our two insane dogs I mean (laughs) right before this kind of all got super strange uh, my parents were here to celebrate George's birthday at the beginning of March. And That's what I was seeing. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then they, like, stuff started to get weird, like, mm-hmm. two or three days after. And they were supposed to stay on another week. And originally, they were sort of like, it'll be fine. And then, like, every 24 hours became a different story. Just and they were like. worse and worse. Yeah. yeah. And they were, they finally hightailed it out. They're like, oh, we love you. See ya. I was like, bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
they're older. God, at least they got to be there for the birthday, though. Yeah. That looked really cute. You guys knocked fun. it out with the costumes. But, yes. like, how lucky for her. I just got goosebumps. How lucky for her that that happened before because it's so hard oh, to explain God. to a little kid why you yes. couldn't have a birthday party, especially with all the planning. I, I'm i really glad for you guys that that happened Thanks. before all this shit. So. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it is hard. It's hard to explain a lot of things to young kids. Yeah. Um, you know, we read a book that was about germs and why we're staying inside and why we're Aww. not seeing friends because we got to keep the people who are at risk, you know, safer. And yeah. um, I think she kind of understood it. She keeps saying, like, we can't because of the germs. I was like, yeah. Right. But, you know, at the same time, it's sort of like oh, we do a FaceTime with a friend, which is somewhat good and somewhat not great at four years old yeah. because they don't really get it. And they're like moving the, the phone around and everyone's getting motion sickness and they just <laughs> want to show each other all their toys, which is weird. Oh, yeah. And then no, um, it's totally normal. Aiden does that, too. And he's nine. So he's, yeah. he's kind of at Georgia's stage because he's autistic. So he's like <laughs> socially more of a four-year-old. For sure. So he's like, look at all my stuff or like, look up my nose or look at my mom and her shirt. <laughs> like, it's weird. <laughs> they and don't then, get it. <laughs> yeah, and then they go, I want to go have a play date. And you're like, oh, yeah. not right now. Oh, you're yeah. like, this is what our play dates are for right now, guys. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. It's weird how crazy have you gotten yet? Because real talk, like with kids, like I'm now finding myself like uh, I'm talking to myself way more than I ever did before. And there's people in my house. So why am I talking to myself? Right. I think I'm sure. tipping over a little bit mentally. What's the craziest habit that you found yourself doing now, now that you're locked in your house with your entire family? Oh, like anything God. weird coming out of the woodwork? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, there's definitely, it's, it's ups and downs, right? Yeah. So some days I feel great and I'm like, we're fine. Like we can do this. This is not mm-hmm. hard. We're, we're having all this great family time and we're doing dance parties online and we're as a family we're all dancing and we're taking a walk with the dog and then we're playing outside and getting in the hot tub and like yeah we're just we're vacationing at home it's, it's you great. have the look on the bright side days and then you sure. have the real shit and days. then you yeah. have the other days where you like i've cried out of nowhere yeah. when i just feel i feel so overwhelmed by oh. another day yeah of i guess not knowing things yeah it's just that that part is really hard i mean where am I on the Britney scale of one to 10? <laughs> I do love um, that. It's my favorite yeah. so far. I mean, I want to <laughs> say I'm generally between a two and three, but yeah. there were, there have definitely been times where I'm a six, seven, nearly eight. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you with that. It's freaking crazy. Like oh. I've, I've done the cry thing and then uh-huh. I check my calendar cause I'm like, okay, let's blame this on my period. When's that sure. coming? Where sure. are we at? And it's nowhere in sight. And I'm like, God damn it. I have no excuse for feeling so irrational. And then I'm like, yeah, actually I send these people out of my house every day on a normal schedule. And now I have zero alone time. And I have the kid climbing my frame all day long. I call it touched out. Like I'm touched out constantly. Like the cat bothers me right now. (laughs) Oh God. The amount of times I have gotten so snippy with our dogs. I can't 
can't have one more being need something from me. Exactly. Um, it's a bit of a life suck for a mom. It is. It's it's a lot because you kind of have to do the mental preparation of the mother forecast of just having to predict and know mm-hmm. what's going to be coming is exhausting throughout mm-hmm. the day. I think that's the part where it's making us cry. I really yeah, oh, think it's yeah. the, the mother load, basically, or what's it, maternal load. Yeah. And I'm not saying that my husband Crazy. does. My husband does quite a lot, but let's right. be clear, my two children who are four and 18 months will always come um, to me there's yes. just an inherent like I'm gonna I feel like crying today uh because I'm heaving or whatever I'm gonna go hang on mommy you know yeah so that, totally and when you're like I need a break I need a minute and what do I do there's nowhere to go so I come right. up to my room and there's I lock no the door and yeah. I but they still knock on the door and I'm like get and away get- from me you put the little fingers under the door and you're like then you feel like a dick because you're like I'm an asshole and there's no way away from this yeah it's equal parts the children are the light of our lives we're so proud they're wonderful even their boogers are funny and then also I'm reconsidering all of my choices in life every day yes (laughs) am am I on the right path right now Totally. And it's I mean, totally crazy. I was talking to my friend yesterday and she is, you know, in the throes of homeschooling, like a third grader and a kindergartner. And she's yeah. just like, I am not built for this. This is no. hard. It's almost worse. It's way worse for you in many it's ways. It's weird. Because it's so weird. You went yeah. from having both of your children out of your house and that's yeah. been the norm for you for a while. And yeah. now your children are both inside your house and you're having to homeschool them. I've had a kid in my house for the last four years. No, yeah. there's always been a constant kid. So that's true. So it's a little less of a rude awakening. But on the other hand, I also don't have to homeschool them. Like true, you know, I don't have the pressure. Of like that. a friend of mine explained this in the best way. She has, we call them the atypical kids. She's got the neurotypical kid and I've got the special kid. So we yeah. joke that um, our plates are both like everybody's like, oh, my plate's so full. My plate's overwhelming. And we talked about it and we came to the conclusion that everybody's plate is a different size. Sure. So everybody's plate is overflowing. You could be able to contain a platter of problems and your shit's still overflowing. Right? <laughs> like it, everybody's everybody's ability is different and everybody's workload is different. So we're all yes. fucked right now. Because <laughs> like my kid just got his uh, laptop and his workbook sent home and he looked at me like, fuck you. I am right. not doing this. It has been summer for two weeks now. Yep. He doesn't understand when the bus stops coming, school's over, mom. And I'm yeah. like, oh, crap. How am I going to make him do work? I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> He's literally mentally flipping me the bird every time I ask him to hold a pencil. Like, this is yeah, crazy. It is. Ugh. And, you know, I will I will also say it's like a, um, sorry, it's like a street cleaner or something outside. <laughs> I will also say that it is, I mean, it's a real test in um, ingenuity, right? So, you know, you can only order so many things on Amazon until you A, go broke or (laughs) B, you just like, I mean, I've been like, okay, what, what, what can I do with this, you know, spinach container, this plastic spinach, can we make something weird out of this, this like big crate that we got a bunch of vegetables in two weeks ago, like, can Mm -hmm. I clean it off and make a boat out of it? I mean, I right. am, I am just trying to repurpose all of the garbage, although I was laughing. Because over the weekend, you know, I was I was kind of feeling like I was nearing a Britney seven and yeah. I was just kind of feeling over it and you know, standing outside, the kids we'd already done a million things. There was like ten thousand activities, there were a million snacks already and it was maybe oh my God, so many snacks. snacks. 
I, they oh my God. so hungry. I don't, it's like, I get eating your feelings. Like I'm doing that too, but guys, right. like we have to ration. <laughs> we right. cannot be having 18 snack times. So Are anyway. Are hiding snacks yet? Cause we've passed the point of hiding snacks. Yeah. I mean, they're in boxes. They can see them. And the, <laughs> the problem is the younger one, it's like sister wants a snack. The younger one is, he does this like insane dance slash I don't know what it is. It's like we run into the snack into the pantry, and then he just like dances and points and dances and gets crazy. And you're you're like, I what think are you, you put it in doing? your stories? It's like a little baby freakout. It's a like, baby it's freakout. Like, he's he goes ape shit for snacks. It's really cute outside looking in for but sure like after the hundredth time you're like good god can we not no i fully understand that. exactly and he's got um sorry there's like i don't know what's going on up there. oh it's life i on. had a train and a plane earlier <laughs> sorry so there's no, a get good. this there's a freaking tree trimmer outside of course Guys, there is is of this course. essential right now <laughs> you know what our neighbors had six trees removed for the first part of the day i was like look buddy look it's like it's like tv we could watch the neighbor and then my son's like bye tree and i'm like oh cool. oh yeah. so my kid's a a full-blown tree hugging hippie like his mom and this is breaking his heart <laughs> they're shredding trees in front of our house and he's in horror and i'm like oh, cool, cool, cool cool so we've got 12 more hours of this shit this is bizarre i, I mean i get it we live in a dry place and i get that we uh, need to keep it up i guess so we don't have a fire <laughs> but i'm also kind of like oh have to do it right now um I anyway know. it's crazy <laughs> so, so, when, so i'm standing outside right on my on my deck and it's like i'm i'm feeling like i'm gearing towards this britney seven and there is a a police helicopter circling my house. I'm not kidding. Like right above my house and my neighbor's house. And I just looked up and normally I'd be like, oh shit, like Like, go inside, something going down in the neighborhood, you know? And I looked up and I was like, what now? Somebody's (laughs) down here. You want to, you want to rob me? Please come and get it because I've been with my children for two and a half weeks quarantined. I will go get a frying pan. You don't want to get close to my ass. You got it? Like oh, I was I'm like, I, right I was like now. talking to the helicopter. I was looking around for somebody. I was like ready to fuck someone up, you know? Girl, I'm loving this side of you. This, is, like, this is so crazy. Oh my God. No, I was like, I, you ain't going to rob me right now. No, 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 no. We're all home uh, and I'm armed with a frying pan. So just get ready. It's the littlest things. Okay. So I had a package that I was waiting for. And then Amazon started putting out their things that they're delaying non-essentials. Yes. And I literally went out, I poured a glass of wine and I went out, my son, my, my husband put my son to bed. I went out and sat in our chicken area with my chickens and cried and told my chickens my problems. Yes. What a weird thing to do right now. And then I got my shit together and I was like, I'm glad nobody is watching me because I look like a full blown Looney Tune right now. This is crazy. Get your shit together, woman. I'm jealous. <laughs> You have chickens. I think that, oh I mean, that's amazing. Are you it getting has come in handy right now? Are they laying pretty good eggs? Oh yes, and they're right. so spoiled. They get all of the kitchen scraps. My son feeds them whatever snacks he's eating in the yard. They get really spoiled, and they get to free range in our backyard. But we've always joked that between me being obsessed with pickling and canning and cooking and stuff and us having chickens, when the end of the world comes, everyone's coming to our compound. Oh yeah, well, that it has begun. Yeah. We are trading pickles and eggs for toilet paper. 
that has already happened. Oh, wow. It is oh, awesome. Wow. It's the That's best great. currency ever. <laughs> For sure. It's totally crazy. Oh, the world God. has gone mad. Yeah. But I'm enjoying that part. I mean, it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, and it's been cool because we have like a ton of bone broth because I work with our local farmers and do stuff for all kinds of things. And I had like 70 quarts of bone broth in the, in the freezer in the garage. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what, if anybody wants some, it's like really good for your immune system. Like yeah. I was making home deliveries of frozen bone broth and I was like, I feel like a good person today. This is, this is a good thing to do. <laughs> like God, for real. That's amazing. I mean, there is something to be said. It sounds like you live in sort of a rural kind of place where you've got, you know, some places to roam. Here's the problem in Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> and I'm we from live, Los Angeles. This yeah, is so the best you know, part. You know, oh, yeah. We live Ugh. in a very densely populated area. So mm -hmm. here, okay, shelter at home, but you're allowed to take walks. You're allowed to be in nature. You're allowed sure. to walk. Dog, you're allowed to jog. I encounter more people in yeah. my neighborhood. Yeah. It's becoming an issue. Only in LA would they have to close hiking trails and beaches because too many people want to work out. Oh my God. Well, that's the it's beaches like, are getting swarmed guys. here too. And all of our, all the hippy dippy <laughs> and all the nature people and all the people that are like, well, now I have time on my hands. I can go hiking. All of our national parks are being right. closed right. because everybody's like, oh, it's a good time to get out. But then the beaches are flooded, like right. with people, your elbows to assholes with every person around you. You're like, this is not what they had in mind. No, but I also. <laughs> I think no one really like foresaw that right well. and I don't think anybody thought they but were going to be the mandatory idea to go to the beach yeah everything else is closed and you live in a city and that's where right. you go you can't like those trails are pretty well populated on a normal day when people right. are supposed to working but it's LA so you know half the people right. don't work um because they're waiting for the big break so all my friends are in Runyon Canyon constantly oh yeah like, forget it. it's weird it's like there's all these like weird nebulous things and you can go do this but you can't go do that but don't get close right. to anything so you're walking and you know we have two dogs and then I'm like oh no like someone's coming and you're like trying to right. negotiate the space so nobody feels weird and I don't oh, you know, and I heaven forbid a kid wants to pet your dog too like you're yeah. it's just a, it's a time where you feel like I feel Feel rude yeah because normally I would be social or like I don't know I went to the grocery store and felt like a complete alien because I hadn't left the house in like three weeks yeah and then I was at the grocery store and I I was making the weirdest small talk I felt so uncomfortable <laughs> in my skin you and I was like oh I felt I felt like I, I don't know. I felt like a weird aunt that I don't actually even have. I felt so strange. But then I made it worse by telling the checker that I felt strange. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I left and I'm like, why did I talk so much? And I'm like, oh, I need to call my friends. You this is thoughts. getting real weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Well, see, the things that are keeping me sane are um, meditation. Nice. I try to dance as much as possible. I'm loving your dance videos too. You got to keep posting those because they're just positive. I have a couple of friends that are fitness instructors and are doing like free stuff on Instagram and or pay what you can and between like the dancing, the dance parties with the family and, uh, and yoga. That's like mm -hmm. kind of the things that are keeping me sane. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I definitely am looking forward. I look forward to five o'clock. Oh, yeah. oh girl. Hour. Same. Um, I yeah. I, I have zoom chatted a little bit with friends. That's really good. And then, you know, we're just watching all the documentaries and shows that oh, everybody yeah. else is watching. And that's totally, uh, we're binging like, forged in fire because i like a good knife making we like good ch challenges we've watched every episode of chopped there is yes. so now we have to go on to another type of challenge that's similar 
we binged through Tiger King because obviously. I mean, and then I, I had listened to the podcast already. So I was like, I've got to see if there's more. And then I was like, holy shit. The craziest shit show I've ever seen. I know. I, I mean, I cried several times for the animals. Oh, I was, me too. Like, I felt so bad for them. I, it was, yeah. It's there was brutal. a lot of things where I'm like, that baby sounds so upset. That's a baby kitten. Oh, I'm like losing my shit. I know. Yeah. But it's also like you can't look away. I mean, I definitely right. will say. I have had, and since watching it, I have had it every single night. There's a tiger in my dream. Is that Ooh. weird? Just oh. like, it's super weird. And I keep, well, I keep dreaming. I dreamed about all my teeth out. fell out. So that means something. I, I, don't mean, know what it means. I think it does. Like, it does. I don't know. I think it, last time I checked, I think it meant you were like, weren't prepared or like you weren't, you were like ill prepared for something important. Maybe. Which is like. I don't really have anywhere to be. So I don't, or maybe I just thought I had a face like that guy. Oh and God. Yes. You seem like the most prepared person. Oh Lord. I am so chicken. Only, only in a few ways, only in the things <laughs> that I like to do and the things I don't like to do, I put off and I'm a bad procrastinator. So for me, part of this quarantine is like, Oh good. Like a lot of my deadlines just fell by the wayside because I'm a terrible person. Like we have to reschedule some meetings that I didn't feel prepared for. That's wonderful. I'm okay with that. <laughs> How are you doing with your family and stuff is out of state for the most part? Are you constantly checking in with your people to see how they're doing? Are you doing good? I'm personally doing phone therapy because this shit is making me tip over a little bit. For sure. No, I think that's important. If you can continue to connect with your therapist, um, mm -hmm. I, think it's, I think it's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, my parents are good. They hightailed it out of here. They're mm -hmm. doing just fine. Um, they're right outside of Atlanta. And uh, my husband's family are in Montana and then Wisconsin. Everyone is doing pretty good for the most part. You know, my my younger um, brother-in-law is on his second to last chemo treatment. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So we're definitely, oh, yeah. we just want him to get through that because he has little to no immune system. So that is right. a little... That's a little crazy right now, um, but they're doing well and they are completely self-isolated and have friends come and, you know, drop food and all that. But my, I mean, my sister-in-law, what a saint she is. She wrote me yesterday and she's like, I am so jealous. I saw your, your story and Brandon was like, had his shirt off. I think he'd just gone for a jog or he was working outside or something. <laughs> she goes, is it that warm there? I was like, oh. yeah, we had a pretty warm day. She's like, I just shut <laughs> Five feet of snow. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh God. So sorry. Every once in a while, and I don't want to jinx it, I gave myself goosebumps just now. Being snowed in is my least favorite thing. So when we moved up here from California and I saw snow for the first time, I was like, that's fun. I saw that shit at Big Bear. I don't actually want to live in a place that does this. Yeah. This is shitty. So anytime a friend is like, oh yeah, we have like seven feet of snow, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for you. It feels like such an additional blow to something so stressful. Right? It would be really hard oh. to manage I think right now I need the sunshine man yeah. even what little we get I, I require it to thrive we're all oh. starting to look like urban campers because yeah we are always <laughs> outside and like I looked at my husband the other day and I was like you're looking very brown he's like it's I know it's not good I need to start wearing hats <laughs> we're both just like we look <laughs> like we're getting so tan but it's not the tan of like Pan of relaxation. It just look. We just look kind of red and dirty. It, it's the rugged tan of the of the working folk. It's, like <laughs> it's farm tan, but like for real. Yep. Um, and, oh man. But you know, my husband is a therapist, so he is starting 
Well, that's right. Yeah. I forget that. We're starting to do some more sessions with people. I think the the kind of shock of it all is starting to wear off and people are needing outlets from clients. Right. So he's starting to figure that out from home and do FaceTime and that kind of stuff, which is great. That's really, really helpful yeah. to people. But he also do working it. from remote. Thank goodness that's available for stuff. Is that helpful for you with him being a therapist? I'm just picturing if my husband was a therapist and tried to psychoanalyze me all the time, I'd kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Is he helpful for you as a balance or does he like pick apart your psyche? How does that work? Um, it's a little of a mixed bag. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't pick apart my psyche so much, but he like, he doesn't diagnose me or anything that would be good <laughs> uh, but no I would say mostly it's helpful because he has a pretty nice. calm demeanor about stuff and he he's a he can talk like he's a man who can really I can vent feelings and I can come to like hey an understanding of this and that and he can he can go there you know and he can yeah and sometimes I'll say I'm just I just need you to listen and he can great right. listener so thank god for that right the other side of it is yeah. like you know like anytime you fight with your, it doesn't matter if your husband's a monk, a saint, a priest, a therapist, totally. like you fight like normal couples, you know? So there right. are times when so I'm trying to keep my side of the street clean, you know, but I want to, point the, <laughs> I want so bad to point the finger and be like, you're a therapist, you're supposed to be better at this, but it's like, it's right? it works. He's not a therapist in his marriage. <laughs> that's so true. Um, right. So, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, that's so, you know what? That's the same with anything because my husband, he works with a lot of project managers and he does a lot of like organization and managing of stuff. A lot of his work is very organized and pristine and things. And I'm like, then why can't you clean the kitchen? Like, you're good at organizing, man. Come on. Like, <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Work doesn't always translate to home life. It doesn't always work like that. It does. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, man. it's funny, but I mean, I will, I will say it's, it, it has been really great to have him, I guess, in his, his sort of expertise during this time. Mm -hmm. Definitely been a calming presence, I think, for our family. Aww. And, you know, I, um, it's so many, I think so many couples were probably like, oh, shit, now are we going to during this time? But I've also talked to friends who are like, this is the most we've ever been around each other because with work and kids, we always are running and we're ba we barely get a chance to eat dinner together. And like, we're using this time. It's actually been great. And it's been really positive for our marriage, which I think. That's nice. I have a lot of those friends that are saying the same kind of thing that like, it kind of makes you get back into, I don't know, when your kids start growing up, you fall into like, um, it's not proactive. It's like more react. A lot of it is just kind of like going with the flow of what the kids are doing. Everybody's feeling like more of an aligned team again. Yeah. Our house feels like it's a little bit more of a well-oiled machine. Even if that machine is like not built for this, right. we're still doing it okay. I think that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. I'm so glad to check in with you and like hey. hear the real poop because it is so nice to like talk mom to mom about like real chaos. Oh, yeah curated instagram for other people doesn't always show like this shit behind the scenes is screaming at a helicopter on your balcony that's it. like it gets real oh weird. yeah oh, i mean God, listen I love it. we're all, we're all gonna be on that britney scale it's fully okay wherever you are today tomorrow is a new day yep. and it doesn't mean that yep. tomorrow you will be there and you might you might, it might last a couple days it will change but True. My whole thing is like, try not to judge yourself for the way you feel today, because I totally. think we're all just doing the best we can and um, trying to have a lot of compassion for others and just yeah. leave, leave all Definitely. judgments at the door. I think we're all real quick to sit around and judge everyone we see on social or judge everyone 
life choices yeah. right now. And I don't think that's helpful at all. I think we all do the no, best. No, I think this has leveled the playing field of, of judgment. I hope so. Kind of taken some, a lot of people down to like the brass tacks of we're all just human and this is human nature. I've also gotten a, I can't really stand, there's a lot of next dooring that app about like people oh, yeah. are walking too close to me and people are doing this and people are, I'm like, everybody calm the fuck down. Stop I had to stop going on next door. I wanted to like chastise and parent the people that are on there. Cause I wanted to be like, first and first and foremost, that person you're mad at's not on here. Yeah, I know. Can we just begin there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are we all trying to shame this person, this nameless face right. in general? I think everybody's getting back to basics and getting back to gratitude and their families. Thank goodness. And I think that's a great thing. And, you know, for people who are bored enough or angry enough that they are, they're lashing out at people they don't know, I think they need to use this time to look inward and more Oh, so, fully. I agree with that completely. Be as this, as, cause this ain't ending tomorrow, we know that. So. Yeah, exactly. Keep on keeping oh. on and hashtag we'll get through this. Absolutely. Oh, well, I sure do love you. And I think that you're great. And I love watching everything that's happening with your kiddos. They're getting so humongous. I cannot believe it. Yeah. I feel like you literally just had both of them yesterday. It's not very fair that they're so big already. Yeah, isn't it weird? I know. And then my husband, you know, he was like, we really need to cut our son's hair. It's getting crazy. And no, how dare you? Listen, <laughs> this is where we're at. Okay. And I said, okay, fine. So he took the shears and kind of just sheared the sides a little bit and gave him like a little faux mohawk. A little baby cute. mullet? But oh, we okay. kept the curls at the end and hello, he looks exactly like Joe Exotic. It is Oh, okay. baby tiger king. Baby tiger king. Oh, you know, a little no. bit like, oh dear lord, what have we done? <laughs> you got a little cub king is what you have. <laughs> We're just making bad oh, decision after bad decision over here. It's, it's all right. <laughs> it's not, like I said, when you get bored and you you take your eyebrow pencil and you put facial hair on that baby and then you go ahead and give him a fake eyebrow ring, please God tag us in that because that shit's okay. gold. That has to happen. That actually might be this <laughs> afternoon. That might be. Oh, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. This is perfect timing because the child is demanding more pizza rolls. Of course. So, well, you guys hang in there and stay safe. And this has been good therapy. Just talking Same. to you, friend. I appreciate it. All, All right. right. Talk to you soon. Bye, honey. Bye. Toddy the hottie with the naughty body. Todd Masterson. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to hear how LA is uh, just falling apart at the seams. And I'm sure he will just tell us all the details. Oh, we have check-ins on what is going down. Todd is full of insight. Oh, and he's really good at taking those moments, those details that we often overlook. And he's going to shed some light on what it's like living in LA and what the people are doing. And we're going to laugh a little bit, oh, a lot of it. As always. I, There's I, some belly laughs in there. Of course, it's Todd. This is great. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Wonderful. Look at our technology. We're so savvy. I know. Here, let me turn off my little room fan because it's very hot in Los Angeles. Too. Is it? I mean, it's like 75 or something, but that's... It's I'm not ready enough for a room fan. No, me neither. Because like the first couple of weeks of this, it was pouring down rain here every day. I mean, it rained for like eight days in a row. That and it is was cold. so strange. So you guys are like, we're literally trapped because LA yeah. doesn't know what to do with that anyway. Yeah. But for me, I mean, I love rainy days, but for me, it helped 
the quarantine. It's not like I'm a super outdoor person to begin with, but like mm. the nice rainy days helped being trapped inside. But now that it's like sunny and hot, I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, it kind of forced you to be cozy and do yeah. that mindset of like, oh, I'm just having some me time. Yeah. How's it up there? Oh, it is sunny right now. It was just hailing and now it is you know raining off and on and sunny we've been having little sun breaks to where when i'm feeling um 100 like i'm going to rocket to the moon crazy um i just put on my jacket and just like walk out of the driveway you know walk (laughs) around the neighborhood and like real fast like a 10 minute just like hustle yeah at one point real talk i thought i was just losing my mind and was just crying and emotional and was like i just and i have to get out so I was that girl that if anybody peeked out their house, I'm just openly ugly crying while I speed walk. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I laid on the sofa for three hours, like mm-hmm. on and off, like napping on and off, staring at the ceiling. And I just, I had this like, it's gone now, luckily, but I had this like super sense of like, what's the point dread? Yeah. Why would I do anything right now? Like, what's the point? <laughs> it's all going to end. I don't know. It was weird. Just my whole body was just like, what's the point of anything? I didn't even like want to play video games or watch a movie or do anything. I didn't want to do, I had like no drive to do a single thing. I a hundred percent feel that. And it's hard because like you have a creative brain where you get sparks of like, Oh, you know, it'd be funny. You know, it'd be really cool. Yeah. You do. You have that brain. And when that part of your brain turns off, you're like, who am I? <laughs> nothing matters and yeah. that's how i was feeling and i ended up remembering that i have a free apple tv for a year oh, and like we have everything we have like cable we have netflix we have who we have all the things but like internet's just been being really slow so i've been trying to stay away from just binging anything besides tiger king and i ended up watching c have you heard of c i have heard of c uh um, oh roar is it good it's Jason Momoa is like, hands down, he's my, you know, number one celebrity to get locked in my dreams with. Mm -hmm. So I was into it. But also at one point, you just kind of look at it and you're like, he looks old because he's, he's, he's like, he's hurt. He's hobbling. He's blind. I never even heard of it. And, and I just saw his face and was like, let's jump into it. But I think, I feel like it's a combination of like the 100, which is a post-apocalyptic, like survive type show yeah. in the woods and whatever mixed with that movie what is it birdcage the one where uh bird box Sandra, bird box where sandra bullock they like they're not allowed to take their things off and they have yeah. to do everything blind it's kind of like a that situation uh-huh. it it was very good and i burnt through it in uh i was up till three last night I had to finish it oh so, great yeah you know, two more episodes so i was like let's just do it and that's the first time i've just sat and binged and let my brain stop making lists yeah i think that's why i binged tiger king so fast i mean a it's amazing but b i it was just such a fun release and like a fun getaway oh a hundred percent it was everything that you've never thought about in your life that now you have a million questions about yeah. for no reason well and it's it's one of those shows that's like everyone's hyping it up and you're watching it in the first few episodes you're like yeah this is funny this is cool i get where they're going blah 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 and then there's like after like the fourth episode i think it's just like twist after twist after twist and it's just insane it's hard to figure out what the show is about because it's about so many things at once and there's so many beautiful moments that when you see them you're like 
oh, my world is so different. I was raised so different. And these people have no idea anything but their own lives. Yeah. And this is normal to them in the fact that all this stuff is sort of normal to all these yeah. people. And so much crazy shit happened in between that I'm like, how did I never hear about this guy? How did I never subscribe to his YouTube channel for his crazy <laughs> rants with a gun while he's cussing people out? Like, yeah. Exotic Joe is amazing. And there's um, a thing that he posted online that says, like, you know, based on the coronavirus, please don't send me mail here. But hey, you guys can email me. And I was like, oh my god what if i emailed exotic joe like would that buy my time here would i be not looking at a calendar for a cure but rather did exotic joe email me back today like did you email him no i want to will you send me that because i want to (laughs) yes can we can we both email i wanted i wanted to send him a sticker or just like an email with just the image i did just sent Uh to him but i was like would he be mad or would that make him so mad he replied huh Let's poke him behind bars. Uh, I just, I love him so much. And yeah, it's funny because I grew up around meth heads, but I also grew up around like exotic animal handlers. Like my hometown in Missouri has one of those zoos. Um, (gasps) This guy has like three or four tigers and one monkey and one crocodile. And this is like outside of St. Louis. So, you know, it snows there and it gets below zero in the winter. But Oh um, my God. Yeah. But um, exotic animal people are fucking weird. Like they are just it's almost like people that collect shoes. Like it's a thing, you know, like they are exotic animal people. Like that's just what they do. That's what Yeah. It's like a car guy being like, come in yeah. the garage for a minute. Let me show you what I got. So you can feel real jealous. Exactly. They're majestic animals. They're so powerful. They're so crazy. And the fact that people go out in the world and I, I didn't know I could get me a baby tiger for two grand. Now I do. Now I do. Well, and also, I thought tigers were endangered, but their numbers are so low in the wild. But the fact that their numbers are like exorbitantly high in captivity, I'm like, why aren't we releasing these tigers in the wild, like back in Asia and Africa and stuff? I don't think they would survive because they're... I think they would figure it out because they like still try to attack trainers and stuff. Some successfully. Yeah. You know, favorite character on Tiger King. Um, definitely. Uh, Joe is my favorite. Like, I... Hands down. You like, posted I love a that. picture with him, and I, I laughed. <laughs> I, I love him so much. The other one is, like, that weird, like, Cartman as an adult chubby guy with the long red hair. Like, the Bob. Oh, yes. They did um a fake casting, like, before and after of characters and the celebrities who would play them. And um, oh. that guy was uh, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it, and yes. it was so it was so beautiful. And I, it's I have so much respect for it, while at the same time feeling weird, feeling like I don't know. It's like if I watch Desperate Housewives, ugh, you know, I can resent them openly and be like, I yeah. hate these people because they're just so out of touch. But watching that, I'm like, they're just so out of touch, yeah, you know? know. But also, like, they're doing a great job. But also they're not. I don't yeah. – I'm so confused by it that well, all I have is respect. There are parallels, I feel like, to everyone's life in this show because, like, I know for me, like, I've dealt with an obsession wanting to right wrongs, you know? Like, I've been mm-hmm. screwed over by people and, like, obsessed about, like, wanting to get revenge, revenge or, you know? But, like, on a smaller scale, but I feel like this is almost like how, like, 
the four girls in Sex and the City were actually one person pulled apart four times. Like, I feel like this show is like that. Like, every person represents a part of our lives. They struggle with money, and they struggle with addiction, and they struggle with love. This show has everything that everyone struggles with, and I think that's why everyone kind of latches on. It's so relatable while being completely unrelatable. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's, ba- it's baffling. Oh, um, let's yeah. let's talk quarantine. I'm, I'm happy we're checking in, and we just went down a, a Tiger King um, <laughs> flip and slide of delight. I want to kind of go over maybe the top things you've been doing to entertain yourself or calm yourself. Like, are you finding you're super into doing the dishes by hand all of a sudden because it's soothing or well, what have you, what have you been doing besides making amazing gay fat friend uh, <laughs> photos and videos for us during this time? Um, well, we don't have a dishwasher, so I am the dishwasher, but I actually enjoy washing dishes by hand. So me too. I literally, like when you texted war. me and asked me if I wanted to do this now, I was like, yeah, I just have to finish this dish real fast. I was washing dishes. Let me, let me rinse this dish off. I got to do dishes after this. Um, but, uh, my thing has been cleaning like deep deep cleaning. We have three fairly large closets in our apartment and Mm -hmm. I cleaned out and organized all of them. Now, last year when KonMari, Marie Kondo was huge. Yeah. We did a pretty deep donation. Joy. Yeah. Um, in the, in the main, like our giant, like storage closet, but Mm -hmm. we didn't do either of the bedroom closets, which we had literally just been throwing stuff in. Like I keep my clothes in one, but it was so overstuffed with it. And I have so many clothes. And so I just went ham. It literally took me like 10 hours each closet. I have like 10 bags, 10 trash bags to donate. And I probably threw away like five trash bags full of just literally garbage. Oh, how did it feel? So good. So good. And like, I vacuumed like the corners and dusted everything. Uh, Swiffered the floor, like Swiffer wet the floor. The closets like smell good and they're clean and organized. (laughs) You get to that point too. If you start cleaning and you look over and you're like, why is there a smudge on the closet? Yes. And then like the handle sparkling. Then you look down, you're like, these baseboards though. Yes. You can lose a day. And then when you're done, you're like, am I just a filthy human in general? Or we just go through life not noticing that there's like, yeah. peanut butter on the toaster <laughs> handle yeah. i'm finding so much stuff where i'm like how does this keep happening yes. why is there a weird splatter of soda like there's a <laughs> yeah. soda splatter like up high on the wall I'm like oh my god the exact oh. same thing like i just noticed it looks like on the ceiling of our kitchen and our ceilings are 12 feet tall we have really tall ceilings oh, sh- and on the so you ceiling, could reach them real easy <laughs> the ceiling of our kitchen has this like brown spray pattern next to the light even if you shook up a bottle of soda it wouldn't like how did that get up there did someone like spit on the ceiling like why is that up there so i have to get a get a ladder out and clean that and then i noticed that our, the ceiling fan in our bedroom because our ceiling fan's always on mm-hmm. and so i turned it off and you I noticed, stopped it i noticed the, the the edge of the blades all have like this like <laughs> thick dust bunny <laughs> and so i was like great now i gotta clean the ceiling fan oh my gosh window cleaner a hundred percent like windex i've already I, gone I... through two bottles I went ceiling fan crazy a while ago and I tried like, um, we had like pledge for wood on these wooden blades. Didn't work. It like turned it to like a weird, like grease blob. And I was like, what the fuck? So all the only thing that worked for me was Windex. I was like, you magic solution. That's the thing too. It's like, why are our walls everywhere? Like even the walls in our bedroom, why are they like greasy? Like what is in the air that you have to use grease cutter to wash the walls in your bedroom? (laughs) And why were we all okay with it until now? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> Why did none of our guests say, yo, your walls are greasy? <laughs> but yeah, so our, our, our apartment is becoming cleaner than the day we moved in. Um, it's just sparkling. <laughs> if we all got evicted now, we'd all get our deposits back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the, only, the, the one downside is, I mean, luckily we have a storage unit behind, we have like a converted garage behind our apartment that we all the units in our building use as a storage unit. And I had mm-hmm. to take all my bags of donated clothes and stuff out there because all the Goodwills and stuff are closed and they're not even taking donations. Like you can't even. Drink. Oh yeah. So it's like a hurry up and wait Yeah, forever. So everything's it's... cleaned out of the apartment, but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to, well, and then snacking. I've been eating so many, like so many cookies and candy. Like I haven't bought chips Ahoy in literally decades. And I bought a ton of chips Ahoy cookies, Twizzlers, mm-hmm. Pop tarts. I'm just buying all the treats that I don't normally eat because I'm like, hey, if I get sick and I die, I'm gonna be fucking pissed if I counted calories during all this, you know. It's strange because I started craving stuff that I don't ever think about. Sort of same. Um, Chewy Chips Ahoy is like one of my yes. go-to. Gotta have it every like six months or so. I'm like, oh, I haven't had these in a while. Maybe like nine months. And but I'll eat like five of them and go. They taste different than they used to. Like, they do. The texture is different. It is. It's a little like more preserved. Yeah. It's, it honestly um, feels like like Play-Doh that's been left out. Yeah, but like I'm I'm here for it. Still eating. I, I want it in my mouth. We've been baking a lot because we just have pantry supplies and we're running out of like quick foods. So I was like, okay, let's do what Shannon does. Shannon's at home pioneering right now. She's make she's churning her own butter, Todd. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, I 100% believe that in every I love it. She dropped me off. She dropped me off bone broth and chicken eggs and like her and her husband just do drive-bys where they're like hot dinner. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy I live closer." She's out turning butter and I'm over here like feeling good about myself because I made cinnamon rolls for the first time from scratch. Oh, I've always wanted to make cinnamon rolls. I never have. I'll send you the recipe. It's so freaking easy. My mom sent me like a pound of cinnamon and I was like, what am I going to do with a pound of cinnamon? So I've been sitting on it for like three months. Is it a yeast based dough? No. Okay. Good. This is yeast free and I don't have yeast, but you have to make your own buttermilk with milk and vinegar, which is super easy. And then they taste like Cinnabon. They were straight up like delightful just went to the grocery store and flour and vinegar are like all sold out oh my god the people are getting down to their pantry staples yeah well a rumor went around that vinegar uh is the same as uh hand sanitizer no it's not it's not it was like a it was like an internet rumor but as soon as that stuff gets out people start hoarding it you can't find any form of vinegar and people started hoarding flour because people are like i'm gonna have to make my own bread (laughs) (laughs) it's there's just okay i'm picturing households who have never had to cook ever and now they're all trying to like make their own bread products or bake stuff and there's just so much like hard loaves of sad things all over the nation right now yes think about Think about how many weird loaves of first tries are out there. So many like burnt, lumpy, just messes. It's so good. And how many people are leveling up being like, I've never done this. I've never made scalloped potatoes before that weren't from a box. And I did that the other day and they are my new favorite thing. So good. Rob's stepdad makes homemade scalloped potatoes for like every holiday and they are so good. Man, bag of potatoes. It's produce is what I'm like frozen stuff I can't find, but fresh produce I'm finding yeah get a lot of and then I'm just a crazy person and I wash it so hard yeah yeah the freezer section was empty last week but then when I went today 
the freezer section is like pretty much back. Mm -hmm. There's zero cleaning products and zero paper products. All they had, they had like some Kleenex. Like I guess they got a couple cases of Kleenex. The grocery store is almost back. There's just no, like there's no eggs, like zero eggs. You can't get, you know, everybody down here is ordering those bidets from Amazon that you can like install on your toilet. Really? I didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah. It's a toilet seat with like a little magic wand. In it, it's not like a real bidet, but everyone's buying those and installing those so they don't have to use toilet paper anymore. Every internet meme of how people are handling quarantine is blowing up in Los Angeles. Like, it's all happening here. People gargling bleach, it's been happening. Ugh. Like, it's everything. It's because you guys have so many people in such a small place of all makes and models. If you guys won't do it, the guy next door probably will do it. Yeah. And, and a lot of them are dumb. Oh, goodness. How. How are you seeing, like, your neighborhood right now? Is um, it, like, everyone's out walking around now that it's sunny? Or is everyone kind of still staying in? Is it crazy parking situation with everybody home? No, uh, a lot of people left. Like, I can oh. tell that apartments are empty on our street. There's a lot of people from other countries, and a lot of people went home. At certain parts of the day, L.A. is fairly ghost towny. Mm-hmm. You know, there's generally always traffic in LA and like after like six o'clock, seven o'clock, you can go outside and not hear a car for like 10, 15 minutes. So and then when you do, you're like, where are those people going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like today I just went to the store. There was like actual traffic and I'm like, where are all these people going? They all met you at the store, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise everybody's pretty cool. I see people taking walks and stuff, but for the most part, people like cross the street when they see you or... Yeah, I've been doing that, and yeah. it feels oh, it feels kind of good to drop all the, like, being raised as a woman, women tend to cross the street if they're, like, yeah. walking alone at night, and there's a guy on the same side, they'll cross, and, but as a, as a girl, it feels weird to mm-hmm. be like, I'm crossing the street right now, and, like, I don't want them to think I'm scared, because I'm not, but I'm just being safe, and, yeah. you know, it's just, it's anytime crossing the street feels rude mm-hmm. now you're like nope cross the street and then well, they wave at you like thanks for crossing the street yeah because i was gonna have to well i am i ju- i realized how much i smile at people because <laughs> i have been wearing a bandana when i go out just <laughs> like we don't have any masks or anything but i've been wearing a bandana just oh so you're just smilizing like yeah. over the bandana but like they can't see your actual smile so you just look like a crazy person maybe? yeah i make a lot of eye contact and then i realize i'm like oh they can't see that i'm smiling so now i'm audibly saying hello to everyone and now i feel <laughs> crazy oh you're like the nicest guy in the purge yeah i'm just like hi <laughs> hello hi excuse me hello because <laughs> i'm like oh they can't see my face at all so you do have smiley eyes but like i feel like that would terrify me more if i saw bandana nose down and smiling staring eyes of it right. like, well like ew. yeah and i have very squinty eyes and squinty eyes can be mean <laughs> and aggressive like you know, I want to fight you, or I'm smiling. So, yeah. <laughs> or suspicious. Every store is like, is he stealing? Those well, I I went to the bank to get cash out, and I put my bandana on as I was walking in the bank, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh, is this legal? <laughs> oh my god, that's a fantastic question. But everyone, when I walked in, everyone had bandanas and masks on. They say on the news oh. that like covering your mouth and nose doesn't do anything but like even if it helps one percent at least i'm doing something like i don't care when they're like oh you know you're you can still get the virus in your eyes and your ears and blah blah blah. i'm like 
okay, cool. Well, at least I'm covering, it's better than nothing. I'm kind of I treating agree. it like airport security. I'm like, you know, if you want to strip me naked in front of everyone, as long as I have a f- safe flight and I know I'm going to arrive alive, do it. I don't Just care. Get it over with. Yeah. yeah. It's all for safety. It's not hurting anyone. It's only doing good. So. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I realized the other day and I felt real stupid? What? <laughs> So I've been the girl with the Sandy Wipes in her purse that, like, when the door says pull, uh-huh. but I was like, hmm, I try to push anyway because I don't want to pull. Yeah. So if I have to pull, I'll whip out my little wipe, and then I'll do my shopping, like, grabbing bottles and stuff, like, with my wipe. I don't want to wear gloves all the time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to. And then, so I'll do the wipe thing, get what I need, and then the other day I put my pin in using the wipe. As like the separator between my hand and the pin pad, because in my brain, a hundred percent of the time, that's where all the germs live. It's like I'm, yeah. everyone touches it. So I did that, and I looked down and had to like scrub the whole pad. So I was like, <laughs> I looked extra sanitary, but it's only because you could see my pin. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> just like little wet marks on the numbers I used. Oh my like, god, I didn't even think of that. That's so funny. It's so silly. I'm just noticing so many little things now. It's making me fun paranoid is what I'm calling it. (laughs) Exactly. A real take on fun paranoid. Well, I will let you get back to doing dishes. I got to hop into some too, but I super appreciate you chatting with me, Todd. Um, Todd Masterson. Look at his Instagram, everyone. Gay fat friend. Highly recommend. He's also (laughs) under Todd Masterson. Yeah, I have my personal page and my gay fat friend account. They're both amazing because you'll post just silly videos on your regular one and then the theme videos on Gay Fat Friend. And my favorite one right now that I can't stop watching, I keep rewatching it, is the dude in the dog masks. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're ha- you have a nice flow of now, like, check on your friends. So everyone, Todd says, go check on your friends because yes. they're probably making weird videos showing off their abs, wearing briefs and dog masks. I just want to make sure they're okay. And I'm yeah. glad you're okay. You doing okay? Yeah, you doing okay? I'm doing okay. Okay, great. All right, well, I love you, and... Uh, I love you. Yeah, good luck with everything. Good luck to you. Keep us posted on life. I will. All right, bye. Bye. Portland funniest comedian, Noriko Ott. Yes, Amazing. Sir. He's uh, more metal than all of what's happening right now. Yeah. And you got to give him a little ring-a-ding. Oh, God. He's he's literally the most metal phone call you can make in the middle of the day. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> we had a really nice chat about the weird inner workings of having roommates. And it's just a lot. He's got a lot going on right God. now. Well, I'm excited to hear from him and hear his voice and hear if he's okay. It's going to be great. He's He's doing very metal, just as a spoiler alert. <laughs> Okay, so this is a quick and dirty coronavirus bullshit. Okay. Cool. All right. What are some things you have been doing to entertain, calm, distract, whatever within your quarantine household right now? What am I doing? Um, I've actually... I, I've been a person without a lot of free time for a long time. Yeah. So this has actually been kind so far. I mean, it's terrible as it is. Like it's been really nice for clearing out a schedule and time to work on things. That's actually kind of how I feel too, where it's like, it's forcing me to get off the hamster wheel a little bit Mm -hmm. and I'm uncomfortable with it, but I'm probably should be doing that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Kind of a forced, not really a vacation, but are you working right now still? Are you considered essential? Oh, no. Um, no, I, I asked to be laid off, uh, from my 
uh, cooking job that I had right. because I, it just I didn't want to go out and risk getting this for a very little bit of money. So no shit, no, yeah. I don't blame you one bit. I sat still the minute they were like, "Well, we might," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm fine. I don't have to. I'm good. I'm gonna sit still." Yeah. <laughs> Are you mm-hmm. cooking at home? Are you ordering food? What is your food situation? Oh, been cooking at home so much. Nice. Do you love that or hate that? Um, it's. It's actually been great. It's been a way, great way to break up my day, as weird as that sounds. Nope, I get it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I wake up and I'm like, okay, cool. What's for breakfast? And then I have to work that out and then uh, do that. And then you do dishes. You do that. You eat that. You do dishes. Like, it's like a good hour of like, well, I have something to look forward to. Uh, I have something to look forward to eating. Like, <laughs> like, not that it's that dreary, but it's like literally. No, it totally is, though. It's the weirdest body clock. A friend of mine was saying she feels like... She She's literally like, got to wake up, drink some coffee, take a shit, eat some breakfast. Uh She's a smoker. So she's like, smoke a cigarette. Think about lunch while I'm smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Then have dinner, take her nightly shit and go to bed. And I'm like, so you're gauging yourself by what you're consuming. Your input and output of food is your clock for your day. (laughs) Yeah. crazy Uh, yeah it's been it's been awesome like and so i look forward to breakfast and then uh lunch is usually whatever like around here and then and and i've also just been you know writing a ton and then during the day so i'm writing working on other projects um, that i have kind of like lined up so i've just been doing that stuff during the day and then at night it's like oh yeah now i will have a drink and I yeah. will make a nice dinner. And uh, is it keeping you from day drinking? Having, I mean, it's kind of a free for all. You could really be drinking at all hours. Of the oh day no, night. it's a, it's a constant uh, thought in my mind. <laughs> like a hundred percent of the time, I'm just like, I think that's probably just early stages of this, where you're like, you treat yeah. it like a day off. Kinda. And, and now we're in the midpoint, though, where you're like, yeah. I could. But if I want to go down that slippery slope of starting the day with a drink, this could be a really long spiral into real full-blown alcoholism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to definitely happen to some, some people we know oh, where it's just like definitely. maybe even people on the phone right now. We don't know. Oh, uh, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, we could be drinking right now. Uh, I'm actually, I was going to, because it is late <laughs> enough that I was going to, but uh, we already started. Five. I yeah. wouldn't have judged you. It's technically happy hour. That works out perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you taking up any new hobbies or anything? Or are you just kind of sticking to like working on shit you're already doing? No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not t- picking up anything new. It's just uh, sort of. I mean, I'm just sort of diving in deeper to what I was already doing. So me and uh, my friend Ben have been writing like a, um, and we had a concept for a show for a long time. And so nice. we're, we're like, we've been now I'm coming back at that, but now I've got more time. So I'm like really diving deep into like absorbing more shows that I want the show to be kind of similar to and all of those things. So I'm just kind of doing more research on what I've already wanted to do. And then I get to spend a little more time doing it and crafting it. And that's been, uh, I don't know. I've I've been loving it so far. That's nice. You're creative. You're not going to pick up whittling anytime soon. You're not going to be like an epic knitter when you come out of this. I'm not. No, I might take up Spanish. I might get Duolingo and start taking Spanish. I already, I've, I grew up in Arizona, so I already have like a good base of just a ton of nouns. So now I've got to learn how to conjugate everything. Get super fluent and like be even more important in the restaurant industry because oh, like, yeah. bilingual gets hired everywhere. So that's a really fucking great idea. Oh yeah. Super awesome. Now, how many people are you trapped with? Is it just you and your girlfriend or are you at your own space? Um, no. Well, so uh, it's just me and my girlfriend. I've been um, invading her space mostly. I've, okay. So yeah. So we're over at her place. She has two roommates uh, and they're okay. both, they're both lovely. And so they've been 
really sweet. Um, but we all kind of, I think everybody's just in their own rooms, like, like for the most part. And we kind of hunker down. Are you at, in your place? Are you alone? Would this be like solitary confinement for you? And this is a better social situation? Oh, no, I've got great roommates over at my oh, place. Cool. I just, we just, we're just, just kind of liking each other's company and liking, yeah. for the most part, I think she's uh, going to be quite annoyed with me any second. But <laughs> I think that and I'm married. So I'm like, I feel like everybody oh, yeah. feels like that. Everybody's trapped with their significant other. And they're like, any minute now, it's all over. We might as well enjoy it while oh, we're yeah. here. <laughs> You're like, I might as well start slowly feeding him poison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we joke about that already. I don't know if like now, I don't know. I don't think he's any more worried about that than he was already. So I think we're fine. <laughs> we joke constantly that he'll die by my hand. And he's like weirdly okay with it. But I think that that's what marriage is. Yeah. Like that you marry the person you're most comfortable being the one that probably ends you, which yeah. is perfectly fine. So she's like, well, there's a, I mean, she puts a little bit of bleach in on my food, but she cooks all the food. So it's kind of nice. Glass in this. I feel like I taste a hint of crushed glass. A little so, bit of know. antifreeze and everything little, I eat. You know, slow and, and steady. <laughs> but she, this is, I mean, this is a good ass dinner. <laughs> I mean, whatever that flavoring is, I'll take the glass. What's with. worse, it's I get a little, it. yeah, I get a little bit of poison in me or to like that I eat, you know, cold beans out of a can. You right. know what I mean? These are my choices. So. It's this or top ramen and I'll take this, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Better than cooking for myself. No, yeah. Oh my God. I love that shit. No, that's very true, though. I don't think he fears anything I feed him, but he probably no. should start being scared. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. So recently, um, we have started, because we have chickens, uh-huh. so we've, we've started the... Um, I knew that I would come in real yeah. handy at end of days. Oh, yeah. Because I've got chickens and, and canned goods. Oh, my God. So we joked that we're the trading post. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. We've already traded eggs and pickles for toilet paper, because... We weren't part of the beginning mad dash, mm-hmm. but those people made it so when we were realistically out of toilet paper, we were fairly fucked. If you were getting into the barter and trade territory with shit at your house, uh-huh. what's something you need and what would you have to trade for it? Fuck. I've been going through so many <laughs> eggs. Free eggs sounds like a pretty sweet right? thing. <laughs> Farm fresh eggs. And mine are free as fuck. It's uh-huh. awesome. I love it. Let's see. All right. It's pretty good. Uh, wh- okay. What do I have to trade with? Yeah. What What would your currency be? We're in trade times. Jeez. These are hard times right now. It's one of those things where I'm like, well, I could make something, but who has the time? What If anybody needs cat turds, <laughs> I, have a su- I have a supply. Mm-hmm. I'm no. not going to say how I have it, but let's just say I can get us some cat turds. <laughs> So if anybody needs whatever, you know, you could start trading good jokes for stuff. Yeah, that's true. I will write your jokes for X, Y, Z. You write contracts to people and roll them up like a scroll. I will tell you right now from having done it for the past eight years, Mm -hmm. uh, that not a lot of great resale value on my jokes. (laughs) I don't know. I know some desperate characters that aren't very funny and they would pay a pretty penny for your jokes. Oh, see, here we go. Now you send people my way. I know. And then also send me jokes. Or no, no. No, no, no. I'll use my jokes. Send me eggs. I will send you eggs and customers. And then, let's see. What would your customers give you? What are you in dire straits on? Um, Let's see. Eggs. We're good on toilet paper right now, but it's... This is the end of a... It's entering week two of not being able to find any just in case we wanted some extra, so... Seriously. Wait, did you see on Instagram a local comedian, and now I'm blanking on it, 
was posting a picture of him with like the wall of toilet paper where he worked. And I was like, yo, you didn't realize you're going to be like at the front lines of shit when all of this went down. Like you're, yeah. you're the guardian of the toilet paper. That guy could have made some money. Oh my God. Jenkins. Was it, how was it Dylan Jenkins? Yes. That's who it was. And he's posted up like, come at me. I got the toilet paper. It yeah. He's like, I'm the toilet paper King. Right. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to barter with me sir i bet he would barter for toilet paper <laughs> he's just gonna be in like yeah like a hockey mask all like <laughs> you come to me he's just like shirt off fucking like <laughs> wait a minute he turned into like <laughs> <laughs> like him Morton joe from <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah it got real creepy real fast yeah he's just living like a Morton joe from uh <laughs> <laughs> From Fury oh, Road. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got all the toilet paper. No one wipes their tasks in this town without my permission. Honestly, without much toilet paper, he could wear whatever the fuck he wants. Nobody yeah. can judge him. Oh my God, just, I love it. Yeah, just people giving up their their children <laughs> to become. <laughs> and he gives them like one rule. Yeah, exactly. Which one's more efficient at chores? Yeah, not even. He doesn't even give him a whole roll. He gets to get some like six, six squares. Six. For a, he's rationing squares at this point. Yeah, he's just it. down to the square. Six <laughs> squares for a kid, and then he. <laughs> oh my god! And then, then they become his, uh, you know, his, his, his uh, marauder gang. Little oh, Jesus, his little minions. He's got an army yeah. of. Oh, this is awesome! I like where this is going. Yeah. This could also be a show. I have to tell him. It. Yeah. We'll have to make this into like a cartoon. An animated series would be pretty great. Oh, yeah. See, I think I just got a new hobby because now we're in cahoots with making a cartoon. Yeah, so absolutely. There we go. See, I'm already in it. the process of knowing how to write all this shit. That's great. I love this shit. <laughs> this is going to be great. Speaking of projects and writing and all that shit, how is doing the podcast remotely for you guys? I'm loving it. All of your audio sounds fucking great for you guys being all separated. Oh, so. Thank you. The yeah. the new the new uh, we've tried a couple of things. Uh, the mm-hmm. first one we were kind of all recording separately, and then because that's how we, we we started out doing it that way. I was in New York, and then and Dan was in Chicago. Oh wow! And I then that. yeah, and then then Dan moved back to Portland, and then we did it where I was just uh, only I was out of town, and then uh, and then I moved back. So it was uh, then we were all in the same room. But yeah, so we started out originally recording it separately. So we kind of knew basically what we had to do, and. Then when we heard that, we're like, this still isn't that great. So we found some other stuff, like uh, other workarounds. And so thank you. That's good. Yeah. It's been good so far. You have to uh, space out what you're saying. You know, like the the flow is different. Yeah, because there's a little bit of a delay. So Bonnie and I have been resistant to doing remotes because our first couple did not go great. Like, I think we lost one of our first ones because the audio, she sounded like a drowning princess. It was really rough. We couldn't even air it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and it was such a good, it was like a two-hour loss. It was such a good interview, too. It was painful. That's heartbreaking. So we're like, we've got really good interviews that we don't want to fuck up, and you don't know until it's in the can. Like, you don't know until it's undone. So we've been super gun-shy, so this is actually going to make us do better, practice harder, Bonnie's editing her ass off because she does all of our editing. Yeah. So, yeah, I get the easy part. But now I have to do part of the hard part. So I feel like I'm kind of uh, pulling my weight mildly at this point. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, the remote's a fucking crazy thing. So this is like everybody that's doing it, I I bow to you guys for pulling it off with more than two people. That's nuts. So, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's also been a big thing for a lot of people in general, but a lot of comics especially right now where we're learning where it's like, okay, well, how do I use any of this? What right. can I do with it? You know, and, and so having to 
relearn uh, how to get at people. Um, but yeah, so having to learn a new medium. And I think when this all blows over, I think things will have changed a lot uh, in general, just because yeah. we'll be like, we'll have a taste for using uh, this technology or, or doing things Very remotely. More. And uh, so true. But then we're going to be in a sea of podcasts because now everybody who's funny, like that was cute that I just called myself funny. But <laughs> you are. all the other people who also think that they're very, very, very funny are like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. And I'm like, fuck, there was already so many just, of us. This is going to be so yeah. hard. Oh, I. <laughs> it's hard enough to get five stars, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, no, I. No, there's already so many, too many. There's already so many podcasts that. So many. Oh, but now everybody's starting Instagram lives. Everybody is doing YouTube. Everybody's doing TikTok. Have you done TikTok um, yet? I, I don't think I'm going to. Granted, it would be ironic and funny if folks like you and dan did it it is not if bonnie and i do it we just look like all right this is what we're resorting to at this point <laughs> to get ourselves I, out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't yeah it's uh dancing and lip syncing to a song are can you even imagine that, that is just not something i want to do <laughs> i just want to see it once i just want to see if you would do it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Dan's game for whatever. I love it. The shit he protests is my favorite. Yes. Like, his laugh, I feel like you guys strike comedy gold when he finally caves in and loses yes. his shit. I'm like, oh, that's the winning thing. All I think right, so, too. Cool. Golden episode. It's funny as hell. Oh, thank you. It's, I absolutely love your show. I like to listen to you pick at him. <laughs> I, that's, I feel like that's your goal through the entire episode. And Bonnie will probably cut all this shit out and that's fine. Uh, or whatever. No, um, leaving the I part where my know. podcast is funny. <laughs> I like the funny thing is you're almost like his bratty little shit brother, the way you pick at him. Yeah. I like to. <laughs> and then like, then you finally crack him and it's just too much. It's the best ever. I love it. The dynamic's awesome. You guys are oh, great. Yeah. So I laugh out loud. I got my husband listening oh. to it, which is bizarre. He's a straight-laced little bean counter that works at Nike. So like him telling me, oh, by the way, you should ask him what, what the most metal root vegetable is. I'm like, are you kidding me it's right just... now? I will ask no, him No, that's that. awesome. But that's fucking funny. <laughs> God. Because I was, I just peeled daikon radish upstairs. Oh, that's a good one. He's like, he's like, I think that's the most metal root vegetable. You should ask Noriko. I'm like, oh my god. I think he might be right. I mean, that's where you get right horseradish from, like the. This one's like the mild Asian one, but it's like. Huge. Oh, okay, the big daikon. It's like as big as an arm. Right. It's very strangely large for no reason. Oh yeah, they're like aggressively yeah. large. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the horse dick of root vegetables. It's very weird. Um, we eat the root of the horseradish, so horseradish would be like that would be because it's like I mean, just it's like the most crazy. It's a spicy, crazy one, yeah. Spicy and gnarly, and it's not even spicy in like a I don't know. Now you're gonna now you're gonna have to look into it because like, what if there's a root vegetable that if you ate so much of it, it would kill you. Like, I wonder if there's one where like the uh, the quantity is toxic, th you know? Yeah, because that's like fucked up i gotta i would have to think of one that you could stab a guy with or something but i think that one horseradish might be it i don't know is that was that funny i don't know <laughs> Oop, did i lose oh, you i lost you hello i think i did lose you well that's probably for the best oh no how are our favorite crafting couple and their sweet baby angels holding out on the east coast you talked to Matt and Sarah. Oh my goodness. The Alexanders, oh. their family unit, they are at home and they both sit down with me because they are gems. And I'll be honest, the three out of four of them 
doing a fine job. We have one. Ooh. We have one rando that's going to surprise you with the stuff that uh, is said. So I'm. Oh, I'm excited. Stay tuned okay. for this married couple because they never cease to amaze me, and I'm so in love with them. And they made me laugh so hard, and it was just so good. It was like having an online hug from your favorite Aww, happy people. I can see this. Mm-hmm. I can totally see this. It was beautiful. Oh, yay. Hi, Matt and Sarah Alexander. Hello. <laughs> Good. How are, How are you? you? Oh, my goodness. I am hanging in there. It has been an interesting developing week this week. So, No kidding. Um, yeah. Are you still working? Um, well, am I still working? Yes and no. Um, my main job, they are down to like skeleton crew. So uh-huh. they sent everyone um, who might die on their watch. That is me with my lovely disorders. Yeah. Yep. I am at home. I'm working on other projects, which feels crazy to have time for that for the first time in like two years. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like I have so much stuff to do all the time. And now I still have that feeling of anxiety, like I'm running late and I'm behind in everything. And I'm like, I can take a breath. Right. I can sleep in a little bit. I can, you know, make a, make a list and yeah. include fun stuff on it for the first right. time. Which is strange because we don't normally get to give ourselves permission to do that. Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely weird. Um, I'm glad that you guys have, have some time. <laughs> That's the new joke. Everybody's like, Hey, you have time. They're like, no, I'm super busy. Just kidding. Um, but we, we wanted to just go through and check in with all of our lovely guests and see how everyone is coping at their own homes, what they're doing to stay sane, just so our listeners cannot feel so alone and isolated in this time. It's hailing. Ooh, just started hailing in Oregon. Oh, wonderful. That's a fun turn of events. (gasps) Um, uh, so where are you guys? Who's in your quarantine clan? Let the people know like what your setup is right now. <laughs> well, we're in Maryland. We're in Ellicott City, Maryland. And um, our little quarantine clan is... Just the four of us. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys Sarah and, and the I and the two kids. Yeah. Two teenagers. Matt's job is considered essential. So he's technically supposed to go into work. But mm-hmm. um, because of me, he's here. And then, and so I like that, except he's not paying attention to me. (laughs) So you've turned into a kitty cat. That's like, I don't even need your attention, but you should pay attention to me right now. Why aren't you petting me right now? I'm going to claw your face a little. Yes. But I'm alone. Exactly. (laughs) I videoed him the other day. I told him how I was feeling very neglected. Um. (laughs) You videoed him. He's like out in the shop and you're in the house and you're like, hey, FaceTime right now. We gotta talk. <laughs> I know the poor thing. I'm like, you're so close. I need to touch you. <laughs> oh my God. I love it so much. When you are not working, Matt, have you guys found ways to entertain yourself, calm yourself, distract yourself? Like, what do you guys do for the household to kind of like mix it up? Yeah, so we've been playing pickleball. <laughs> Tate got a, a pickleball set that we set up in the driveway. So we've been really honing our skills at that. Um, can, can you tell, um, you know, I'm well-versed in pickleball. Not Obviously, all, I, I knew you were. Um, <laughs> what, the hell, what the hell is pickleball? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> so it's like tennis with a wiffle ball and a wooden racket. So it's a little okay. more 
local vintage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we've been playing that. Tate doesn't like it when I play with him because I insist that we scream like we're professional tennis players. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Grunts exactly. and he's like, Mom, no. So yeah. our, our neighbors love it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, but he likes it when Matt will play with him. And then Claire and I have been playing uh, card games at night. Um, well, when they're free, they, so the schools out here, the public schools out here, as far as we know, they don't have any online learning, but because the kids are in high school and they go to a small private school, their kid, their teachers like jumped right in and, oh, um, yay. but because they're not like actual homeschoolers, teachers or students. And, you know, they're all like learning it as they go. It's actually taking a lot of time. So they just, it's five o'clock here. The kids just finished up some of their work. They're still not completely done. So, I mean, really, they're, they're really busy. Yeah. Their schedules have not slowed down aside from obviously the activities that they're not doing. Right. You know, yeah, they're just starting to pick up school stuff here. Are they? Um, Yeah. For like the littles. Um, right. doing like the online courses and passing out laptops to kids that don't have them and doing the whole bit to keep everyone kind of using their brains. And we definitely need it here. Just the sheer boredom that is oh. ensuing from not being on a schedule is, right. um, is turned everything to suit. So it's a huge disruption that I don't think anybody really understood quite the impact. And, no. And yeah. you guys have older kids. So you're super lucky because they're like diligent and polite and wonderful. Oh, I don't know. And they're diligent. Scheduled. Well, they're doing <laughs> yeah, their they're homework. Being whereas, yeah, they're being, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't so, know. And it's so much harder with the younger ones because, well, you can't well, even. It's like daycare and stuff like that. Like people that actually could go into the office and are essential are having to stay home because they have like a little person that is like, Hey, I have nothing to do. And I'm just here all the time and yeah. I'm glued to you. So, right. yeah. you know, yeah. what do you get to do in those moments? And we're fairly lucky here that, um, you know, there can be work from home situations and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, you know, but it's everybody else that's out there, single moms and stuff that are like, I work two jobs to oh, keep no. the lights on and we don't know what's happening. And I have kids at home. Like, that yeah. stuff is just dumbfounding. So we're we're really lucky in that circumstance that we can kind of manage right now. Yeah, completely. We are as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're really lucky. We're trying to navigate college decisions in the middle of this. We were supposed oh. to go visit two colleges this, like, we were supposed to go this past weekend, and then just the all the last minute little things because Claire, our oldest, is navigating. <laughs> where she wants to go next, but then just trying to make a decision, like the best decision financially, but then also trying to work with schools, all the things that she needed mm-hmm. to do, you know, she's doing online and she's feeling really overwhelmed by that because it, she, she can't go see this, like a couple of the schools. No. And it's going to be that hurry up and wait thing where you feel like she's going to do her planning and stuff and, and you try to use this time. Yeah. But being able to actually see the school and stuff like that. Like it's just, you can't just sit on it for however no. many weeks or months this is going to happen because the right. moment that ends, you're like, I'm behind by three months, you know, yes. and it's that overwhelming feeling. So yeah. good on her for like at least trying to figure it all out with having limited information. Now it's just, that's the fun part of it is going to see the school and getting pumped oh, up and 
I know. And picturing well, yourself there. That that's just it. The whole picturing yourself. And just advice from peers and counselors and all these different things that yeah, it's so much easier to do in person. And seeing what kids are actually doing on campus. Yeah. Like seeing kids in the library, seeing kids like playing games, seeing kids just hanging out and being weirdos. Yeah. You're like, hey, these are my kind of weirdos. I want Yeah, to they look weirdos. like me. They seem like me. Yeah. They dress like me. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And that's yeah, kind that's... of what you don't get. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for the internet. You yeah, no kidding. Kind right? of spy, you know, hashtag whatever college and see what's on the Instagram of what people are posting. People oh, right now are cool. are just being so honest. So if they're out of school and they're kind of going crazy and they were sent home from school and they don't know if they're graduating, people are posting videos and stuff on like Instagram live um, and just on their pages on Facebook. So if she likes searches for her college hashtag right now, she's probably going to get a bunch of students that are like, Hey, real talk and like kind of get a feel for the people that go to that's school there really in the idea. most raw way. Brilliant. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Oh, I'm really all about searching, idea. searching for the truth. <laughs> investigative reporting that's what this podcast is about now serious issues you guys it's <laughs> um shannon came up with a good question she says hello she wishes she could be here hi we are doing them all separated she's at her house i met mine we're six minutes away and yet feels like just a million miles this to be but so hard it's really weird she's been doing cool drive-bys where oh. she'll she has chickens so she drops off chicken eggs and some like strawberry plants for us to plant she's just keeping like me totally sane by doing hey look on your porch thing oh that's and so nice. but she came up with a really good question we are getting into barter and trade territory so <laughs> what is something you guys need right now and what would you have to trade people for Ooh. hmm, hmm. Well, obviously, we still have some houses that we still need to offload. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want them. I want them all. I know. <laughs> start a little village. I just start playing with dolls again. Like, I, I don't know, even right? use them like art or decor. I'm just like, uh, I made doors functioning. We are now turning them into little Polly Pocket villages. Awesome. Polly Pocket. I was just explaining the original Polly Pockets to Matt oh, today. Oh, she was so small and kids are dumb, so they eat everything and they're ruining all the toys. Yes. Do you remember? <laughs> so, Do you remember? They, she yes. was like microscopic in her little clamshell house. She's so tiny. Once um, I cut my hand while doing chores because I'm clumsy. And I sliced it up with a glass and I was trying to describe it to somebody. I said, it's like weird because it's sliced in a way that it's like a pocket and it's almost like a Polly Pocket sleeping bag for an original <laughs> Polly Pocket. And that's how I described it. And they were like, first of all, gross. And then second of all, why would you think that? And I was like, I don't know. When I was little, all I just thought of was how many places I could put a Polly Pocket. Yes, because they were so small. Yes, but then Polly Pockets now are just like miniature versions of child barbies like this. exactly they're very weird yes they're not the original <laughs> no they were so tiny and cute there were uh, like mermaid compacts full of houses yes and, you know, shops and restaurants and i wanted yes. everything <laughs> i was literally right before like, like an hour ago explaining the original poly pockets to matt i love they clicked into place crazy i didn't know this <laughs> Yeah, well, they didn't have Polly Pockets for boys, but I feel like I feel like lots of boys stole a girl's Polly Pocket every now and again. <laughs> yes. Let's see. What would we have to barter? Yeah. What would you What would you trade? You got some Ooh. houses. We have some houses. We honestly, we need butter. 
We're about out of butter. butter. <laughs> yeah, Shannon, Shannon started churning butter, so I will Thanks, offer some of you guys a recipe. I'm not awesome. even joking. That's awesome. Absolutely. Right? We're down. Right. Yeah, Um. we could trade. Like, we thought about giving toilet paper to our Amazon delivery driver today, but we're down to, we, with the four of us here all day long, we're like, we really are down to the to the yeah. last of the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Can't find it anywhere, so that'll be fun. I think toilet paper is going to be the number one answer for most people. It's insane. Yeah, what yeah. do you want for Christmas? Uh, how about a, you know, can we all just live in fear and have a safe full of toilet paper? <laughs> Seriously. And, I... and everyone laughed. Everyone laughed. Everyone laughed. I laughed. We all laughed. I yeah. know. And then we're like, man, people are crazy. I should have gone to the store and went rogue on the toilet paper aisle like a crazy person when I saw someone post from Australia and say, hey, is it just Australia or is everyone going crazy over toilet paper too? And they posted their toilet paper aisle and it hadn't happened here yet. Oh and I was goodness. like, yeah. no, it must just be Australia. I, ugh, take a cue, Bonnie. I just didn't get it. We <laughs> got home from Alt Summit and they had their first cases here. Yeah. And this one of Claire's friends told us that, you know, people were crazy in stores. They were fighting over cleaning supplies and all this stuff, like while we were still at Alt. And yeah. I was like, no, they weren't. I didn't believe her. And then we got to the store and we couldn't find toilet paper. And we finally found it. It took many different stores. We there was to- like four stops that night. And the fourth one Which was is probably it. why the main spread even happened is because people had to go to 20 stores to get toilet paper. Yeah. So they're touching 20 stores. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. You just increased your chances, everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why did this boom happen suddenly? It's because everyone's going to 20 stores to get toilet paper. Yeah. We got napkins and paper towels, like anything paper products I could find. We got baby wipes. I have like makeup removers. If you know, worst case scenario, who knows what's going to happen? It has aloe. It, you know, let's treat myself. Oh my goodness. Well, we in our farmhouse, we are on septic. Oh, oh, so you guys have a very flushable Yeah, we concerns. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of screwed. If... We're just going to start a fire outside. And oh, yeah. Like, no, whatever. do a burn bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing like five gallon, five gallon bucket and then just everything weird goes in there yeah. and you're like, all right, let's just burn the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. No. Oh. Well, you guys sound like you are keeping it together. I appreciate it. Sarah, if you need some extra attention, girl, just give me a call. I will. will. You too. I will will scratch behind your ears for you so Matt can get some work done and the kids can do their schoolwork. (laughs) Maybe just get you churning some butter over there and you won't have. Seriously. But then I have to be quiet. Like that's been like I'm used to working here by myself where it is quiet all day long. And so I'll play music or I'll play podcasts and then Mm -hmm. I'll work in my studio. And if I'm not in my studio, I'm in like the dining room area. And that's where everyone is. And they're all like, be quiet, mom. Be quiet, Sarah. And, and it's not just trying to focus. It's all the conference calls. And even the kids are having mm-hmm. yeah, online like classes calls. where they're having Zoom calls and Microsoft Teams. Yeah. yeah it, it's just a whole crazy and thing. And Sarah's just tap dancing in the background. Like, hey, yes. <laughs> well, and I'm in my pajamas most of the time. So I'm like ducking behind their calls. So I'm like, crap, it's not me. <laughs> we'll just get you on that butter. Get you some headphones. And, <laughs> and I'll go hide in the laundry room. <laughs> all right. I love it. Thank you guys for checking in. We yeah. will... 
we. Did I say we naturally? I will let you get back to all the goodness of your home. I'm so happy you have all of each other and like they're not at college, you know, know, or they're not stuck in a crazy town and yeah. everyone's know. together. Yeah. And yeah. I just really wish you all safety and clean butt and <laughs> all the sanity and butter that your heart desires. Well, you we love too. you. Stay healthy. We love you too. Stay healthy <laughs> and talk to you soon. Okay, bye, hun. Thanks, Bonnie. We'll see bye. you. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. Also, Shannon, I got to check in with Mary Bell Barton oh, and yay. our lovely oh. artist here from the Portland area. Our local girl, how is she? She is making art. She's posting beautiful oh. things on Instagram that are related to our health workers, to mental health, to keeping positive attitudes and just seeing her artwork before I talked to her, it made me feel like I was going into my own personal life coaching session with someone who gets it and someone who is very real and has a very realistic eye on things. And yeah. Oh, Shannon, you're going to love it. It's so good. She has a very in tuned spirit anyways. And I've good been school. noticing her Instagram is like very soulful thoughtful insightful and loving so i'm excited to hear i'm sure this will be no different yeah i just want to check in with all of our peeps and see how everybody is doing damn yeah what what's what's the situation over here what is your quarantine posse look like and where you guys hold up well i'm home with my two kids my two teenagers boys and that is a whole circus i normally work from home so it's I'm at work all the time, but I have two new co <laughs> You're like, my routine is not different. No, but my, my co-workers are. <laughs> and they're hungry. <laughs> they're hungry all the time. So I've turned into a part-time chef and, a, <laughs> you know, and trying to keep it light and happy. But it's it's kind of challenging, you know. Right? You start pulling up the Pinterest after you, like, I exhausted all of our regular stuff. And what exactly are we going to make tonight? It's just cooking nonstop. So you guys, you do most of the cooking. Have you guys uh, broken down and like done any ordering or anything like that? To just... No, no ordering because it's just like so much unknown. It's just who the hell knows? Yeah. For, I'm, I'm getting paranoid. We've only done it a couple times, but after the guy leaves it on the porch and I like watch him drive away, it makes me feel like the crazy witch in like a Halloween town <laughs> movie because I'm like picking out the blinds and being like, get out of here. Just leave it and go. And then, you um, measly I, child. Exactly. What are you doing? So I sanitize the doorknob, sanitize the handle, like mm -hmm. on the bags mm -hmm. and wipe off everyone's cups of drink. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little weird about it. There's this, this whole sanitizing routine drives me nuts because I'm left with like a thing that needs to be sanitized. And I did, and then I'm like, when, when do I wash my hands? Like, when does this happen where I'm like completely clear from this virus? It's, it's just like, and then I think I'm doing all this shit and there's probably no one sick that's touched this. It's completely fine. I mean, mm -hmm. you just don't know where it is or if it's even in your immediate grocery order or anything. So it's like, ah. Shannon and I, she sends her love. No. She and I were discussing how no matter what you're doing in the day, there's that moment. Like, I always want the power. If you lose something, you know, and you're like, oh, I just had my keys. Where did I put my keys? And you could think about your keys and then see the world around you from where the keys are. Mm. And so I was thinking about that and I was like, oh man, doing it virus style. If I had Ooh. the power to be like, where is there a virus in my house? And then go find it and like, <laughs> 
how, <laughs> how great that my services, I would be a millionaire right now. Girl, you should draw that. I don't even know how to draw it. My brain is so weird. Your drawings have been amazing Aww, and thank uplifting you. Thank and you. just your feed on Instagram. You're being whimsical, but you're also like, hey, I'm yeah. keeping it super real right now. And I'm, I'm enjoying all of your illustrations that are about this time without saying, hey, wash your hands. Like, Well, I'll be sure to do a wash your hands one. <laughs> Girl, I'm going to do a wash your hands one. Creepiest set of hands. <laughs> like even Bigfoot is washing his hands right now. It's just, you know what? It's just such a helpless moment where you're like, damn, like so many people need help. But all I can do is stay home. And I feel like maybe drawing something that will touch someone's heart or want to send it to someone else is, is my way mm -hmm. of supporting someone and making them feel less lonely or I don't know, whatever the feeling is, making them feel connected to something because oh, it's yeah. just, it's just so freaking weird to not go anywhere, not see anyone and, and virtually talk to people and not touch. I mean, I haven't seen my boyfriend in three weeks. Oh no. I know, I know, but he's just, he, he is a contractor and it's too risky. He has people go in and work and I mean, he's social distancing and doing the whole thing, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, who, like what you said about the virus where the fuck is the virus hiding in his world yeah yeah so we're not we're not together you're like better for me to be careful than be flippant and then later you enjoy each other's company so much more because it's been so long yeah exactly and then I worry about my parents they're elderly my dad's mm -hmm. 89 and my mom's in her 70s so it's like I don't want to make a mistake where I infect them somehow because I'm being lusty. exactly and that <laughs> well, that's how we've been explaining it to people who kind of in our world are younger or maybe just aren't understanding it or feel like it's like a media hype still. Mm. I research too much. I'm friends with people in the medical industry. So I'm seeing like firsthand accounts mm -hmm. of just how bad it is. Yeah. And so we're trying to explain it like, yes, you seem fine. Everyone can seem fine and you mm -hmm. can hang out with them and you can play with a kid and he can be fine, but he can have it on his hands yep. and touch your hands. And then you go over to your friend's house and, you know, hug her grandma. Well, then her grandma could die. Yep. And it's like, what a harsh way to have to explain something to a yeah. child. But like you could be a carrier, be healthy, but the people around you are not healthy enough mm -hmm. and they still want to hug and kiss on you. So until this is done, like we just need to be super cautious. Yeah. And you know what? The It's funny that you, you say it that way because I had to get very graphic and ugly when I explained it to my teenage boys because they were just like, but we're fine. But my friends are fine. Nobody's sick. And I was like, listen, mm -hmm. we're going to die <laughs> if we don't take these steps to isolate, we're going to get really sick. And we don't know how or who because no one knows mm -hmm. anything. So Well, and it's undetectable and you could have it for mm -hmm. so long. What are they saying? Like 10 to 14 days now yeah. or 7 to 10 before you don't see symptoms. So if you're non-symptomatic, they had people here at Nike that tested non-symptomatic and they only tested them because they had just got done traveling. Sheesh, that's scary. It, it's more eye-opening to know that people can seem really healthy and that's what's making this all so hard, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then that coupled with the fact that the world is turned upside down, that everything is shut down. And and then there's this weird like parallel universe of us being home and safe and having food and all that. And then all the people that are not in a home and not yes. safe and sick on, on the streets. And I feel like this kind of guilt and and this urge to want to help. And, and then I, I don't know how. I don't know you know, obviously you can throw money at, at um, people or organizations that can support 
all kinds of people, but it's like this urge to go out and do something and it's you, you just can't. Yeah. That's the thing is the urge to do something, fighting that is doing something. And it's it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it in the moment. There's no gratification of like having the warm tingles from having another human feel okay like you feel okay right yeah. now. Yeah. And we're feeling lucky here because I was just thinking about it in a way of like, we just moved into a new house in February. Congrats. And, you know, things were picking up as far as the virus is concerned. We felt really, really grateful. I just had to stop and go like, yeah, we're all trapped in this house together. Yeah, it's a lot. Yes, everyone needs attention. Yes, everything needs everything. Our internet is going slow. Like, this is insane. So it's just all the little things of like, do we have enough food? Do we have toilet paper? Do we have all the essentials, do we have hand soap? And you start thinking about it all. And I just had to stop and think like, yeah, I'm, I enjoy my alone time. I enjoy that feeling of like, ah, I'm home alone. I can turn on music. I can be creative. And not having that is kind of like mm. digging in my brain and my soul a little bit. Yeah. But just reflecting on the fact that there are people out there that don't have homes to go to. So mm-hmm. shelter in place, like do what you can. And that feels awful because I have this beautiful home full of people and I'm feeling stir crazy. Yeah. I'm feeling like, uh, you know, it's like how ungrateful am I? A couple months ago, we would have been confined in a much smaller place together with no yard mm-hmm. and be surrounded by other people in connective houses. It would have felt scarier. So yeah. I have to really think like, yes, I'm feeling grateful. And at the same moment, I feel guilty because I know personally, like I have family members that are just out there alone yeah, and doing the best they can. I'm like, if I'm going a little crazy, like they're probably having their own fake talk show right now over breakfast <laughs> where they're laughing at their own jokes and being like, I feel crazy. And yeah. That's, 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 that's like where I get worried. Exactly. Exactly. But you know what? It's funny because, um, this is kind of, brought me back to remember that time I told you I went to that meditation retreat where it was like 10 days of no talking and isolation where you really Mm -hmm. you're forced to go within and whether you like it or not I mean it could be a scary place to go within without any distractions from the world Mm -hmm. and learn something about yourself that you may think is great and then on the other hand you learn something that you don't like so I've I've kind of taken that learning and and gone back and and see what the fuck am I supposed to learn from this I mean a lot of things are just blocked off from our world right now and we're forced to take a moment and go within and ask why's and how's and 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 really be like this is the moment when you prepare like all these like wonderful things that when you're okay you're like yeah be strong be this be that like this is the moment when we are called out to be all those things that we have been trying or striving to be before all of this chaos happened. Yeah. Anyway. And I was still working for the first week. So this is technically my second week on quarantine. And so people, you know, kept asking about mental health and being awesome and saying like, Hey, mental health check-in time. And I was like, my world really hasn't changed. Mm. I still have to go to work. I still have to deal with the public. I'm in a business where we're going into people's homes Mm -hmm. throughout the day, like our crew. And then they're coming back to the office multiple times a day. And that's when I finally had to go. I can't realistically, I'm not supposed to be here. So it's, it's such a weird mental flip of, I was like, Oh, I'm fine. And then a weekend I'm like, Oh, I'm not okay. You guys, I'm not, this is not okay. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to find things that make me feel okay. 
And honestly, it's been like turning to list making and feeling productive and seeing other people doing stuff and everyone reposting everyone's stuff. Like it's been fun for us as you are that to go on Instagram and repost what mm -hmm. all of our, our guests are doing. It's like, yeah. how are they keeping their shit together? And where are they now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where are they? Where are they doing? So, oh my gosh, speaking of meditations, tell me you heard, let's keep it light for a second. You heard about Jared Leto. Right? No, tell me. <laughs> I didn't. So he went to a silent meditation for two weeks okay out, out in the desert in california and he came back a week and a half into lockdown like he didn't oh, know about quarantine shit. he didn't know what was happening in the world oh my god that right? must be freaky yes he's just like oh my god i hope everyone's doing okay this is insane i have a friend who does not watch the news and she's all about like magic and butterflies and dancing and whatever and she we like up until last week she did not know <laughs> she did not know until her brother was like what are you doing like don't you don't you know didn't you hear the news and she's just as soon as she understood what was happening she started crying like what oh, no. so crazy that like it feels fake. It feels yeah. like a weird movie yes. that we're all just waiting to play our part in yeah. or wait till it's done so yes. we can just reassemble and go back. Yes. It's that kind of like every morning I feel that dread. Like I the last time I felt this dread was when I got a divorce where I'd wake up and I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> this shit's happening. Yes, you wake up from a dream and you have fear yeah. anxiety. Yeah. So you're like, Oh, it's like that was it, that was real life. Yes. This is real life. No. but it's not it's nothing we've ever lived before it's not like you can go back and be like oh yeah I mean the closest thing is September 11th where you know it was this disaster and we didn't know what was happening and who had who had attacked and 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 everything shut down but it wasn't mm -hmm. like this where the world is just done for now until until yeah. further notice yeah, and the, and it's that timeline that keeps getting pushed back farther and farther that I think is my trickiest thing to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, the school alerts that keep coming in going, actually, school's going to keep going, you know, out till here and stay at home until this time and, you know, until further notice. It's that until further notice that's making mm -hmm. me go, yeah. I'm I'm not so organized in my life, but I'm finding now I need a game plan. I need that mark on the calendar that says okay this is the day that everything gets normal yeah we don't have it and it definitely the but that's the thing room. okay so is there going to be a day or is it going to be just like slowly trickling because we were talking about that right? with my son last like, night trickle trickle back into work yeah like what what's going to happen they're not going to just open the gates and let all the chickens out at the same time it's going to be something probably yeah. like uh they're going to test to see what happens and I don't feel like this is something that's just like black and white no. where it's going to one day going to be okay to go out. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I can't even picture what it's going to look like. It's, it's got to be a weird cycle because they were saying like, we might have to do social distancing for up to a year just based on the fact that like one person, you know, they call it a good day and that person just got it. They're mm -hmm. not showing symptoms for mm -hmm. 10 days and then they're not, okay until this many days are they gonna find that person right then or are we all gonna take a breath and go everything's fine mm. and re-release back to chaos when we and then we start yeah and then we start all over again yeah it's just the hole gets a little deeper Ooh. 
There's going to be a lot of, what do you call it, when there's like inspiration for crazy movies later? I mean, no one's going to be able to film anything because of social distancing, but there's going to be a lot of fuel for that. Yes. Well, the movie Quarantine was based off of SARS. Oh, my God. So it's, you know, there's going to be probably some netflix series oh let's let's change it up let's talk about i know what you're gonna talk about <laughs> it'll be our final question and it's a simple one and it's tiger king yes or no oh my god by the way i am loving your image of his eye piercing because oh, it it's is so gross it's funny because when you first posted it i hadn't seen it so i was like what the hell i mean i knew it was a piercing but i didn't it, know it what it was like a real like just swollen taint <laughs> or something until you see the eyelashes and you're like what's happening yes to tiger king yes 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 uh the yeah. series what they did is monstrous with those poor poor tigers oh my god yes no the just the movement of Tiger King, I feel like it's what America needed. Oh my God. It was in a this perfect time. time. <laughs> it's a rewatch for sure. We watched Definitely. it so hard and, and between episodes three and like six, I was done with that drawing in an afternoon. Crazy. I was so inspired. I've, and I did stuff I've never done before on Procreate. So I was just playing with brushes and I'm like, oh, it looks so real. <laughs> look at the vein oh my god these hairs I was like grossing myself out and showing my fiance like hey look at look at how gross this is and he's like he's amazing. like yeah yeah so I'm like I've never been so proud of something that's so disgusting it's disgusting but it's marvelous oh, oh, I can't I almost threw up <laughs> That means I did a good job at 3D rendering. Yes, you did. Did, did you already know Procreate or did you learn it at Alt? Um, I've been dabbling mm. since Christmas, but I've okay. never really used it before. But I've been dabbling with it. And then it's just been a joy. Oh, it's awesome. I'm learning little tricks and stuff. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Looks it's amazing. My safety. Thank you. Looks amazing. You're I'm going to want more, 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 more. Oh, there's more coming. I got some weird, I've got weird darkness in me. I need to probably have a list of things already under your belt. I do. I I also have stuff I should have had done a long time ago. So maybe I'll just uh, finish my life projects up. It's the time. (laughs) Well, I love you. Thank you so much for checking in. Thank you, Bonnie. I appreciate it. I appreciate you remembering me. Oh, I never forget you. Never forget it. You're one of my favorite people, and I'm happy that you're doing okay. Thank you. Together, and if anyone can have a good mental spirit that she shares with everyone, it's you. And Aww. like between you and like Ellen and Kristen Bell, like that's all I need on Instagram. <laughs> my hey, that's really good company. Ellen <laughs> should invite us to her house. She looks like she lives at a retreat or something. Right? She's yeah. just sitting there in sweats, calling Adam Levine on his birthday. Like I know, deal. right? <laughs> I love her. Yeah, I love her so much. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. Stay so safe and wash your hands. (laughs) Wash your hands, girl. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye. Also, we we will have a part two coming up. We have so many fun people that are going through the same stuff everyone else is, and we are just checking in with everybody from everywhere. We're sequestered in our own rights, but we are still on the socials. 
We are on Instagram and Twitter under no, you are that. You can find us on Facebook under you are that. And we also have a Facebook group, which we call the Yacht Clubhouse. We've been doing check-ins to make sure everybody else is kind of touching base. <laughs> uh, we've had a little more time than we're accustomed to. So we're trying to get through all of our projects, one of which is new fucking merch. Hell yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. So we put up um, some this or that shirts, which are super great for six feet apart in the grocery line, starting conversations yeah. with people you don't want to talk to. I like it. I love this. <laughs> so yeah. choose your choice on the front. It's dope. And then on the back, there's all kinds of this or that's that we have had on our episodes. You know, looks like a tour shirt. It's pretty dope. It's our band shirt. It's yeah. And just yell at people to choose. I was going to say pizza. tacos or pizza. That's the best choose your choice. Controversy. Right? Then we have some definition stickers and mugs and totes in there. Um, so you can do your own yat backs in life. And they look really cute on cars. Oh, so I like that. I will say, I have to give a shout out to the gal in the Skype a Scientist trivia night that we had this week. She gave me a yacht back and she's a listener and I did not <gasps> get your name because the group was 129 people, but oh, I said, Allie, your bangs look really great. You look beautiful. And then the girl said, this is the part where we're supposed to say you are that. And I promptly died and it made my whole night. I really needed that. It was a rough day. So if you're listening, thank you for doing that. That was fantastic. I love that I so know. much. DM us on Instagram. Do, so I can give you proper credit. Let, yeah, let us know who you are because I think oh. that is fucking phenomenal. In a huge group of science minds, we had a, we had a you are that gal in there. And that made my entire day. That was fantastic. So thank you for that. It's honestly the little yes. things right now that feel like they oh. are big, giant, amazing things i also want to give a sanity shout out to jessica oldfield ollie lou designs um she is freaking amazing she does mm -hmm. the punch needle art and we met her at alt summit we fell in love with both the jessicas they come as a I set the they're just brilliant so solo and together they're extra powerful their laugh is amazing and they talk at the same time they do but jessica oldfield um sent both of us i want a giveaway and then shannon um got a punch needle kit as well mm -hmm. so we are gonna start doing some punch needle stuff to kind of keep our brains safe. we found a so new we hobby you guys gonna... we found a new hobby we haven't started yet. it might be we might be bad at it Even we don't know yet bad we, at it, we tried a new hobby that counts i think it's all <laughs> that we can offer i mean that's really all we have <laughs> next year a year from now yeah we, we might have a really cool punch needle store we might have changed of our, our careers <laughs> we'll, we'll have a podcast about punch needling and it'll be jessica's fault also if you guys just want to like for fun um i got tiger king stickers up in my etsy shop Ooh, they're very <laughs> creepy and so good i literally Ooh. just got a new order right now while i'm talking um Dear God. they've been my lifeblood yeah you guys you watch Tiger King, you fall in love, it retains in your soul and it, you know, blends in with your DNA and you don't know who you are for a few days. What you should do is send all your friends Tiger King stickers because these stickers are both disgusting and honestly the best artwork detailing I've ever done. She's not wrong and I've known her my whole life. So <laughs> the artwork on this is so detailed. <laughs> it makes you feel inspired and slightly vomitous at the same time it's oh it's incredible um, actually it 
it fucked with Mary's tryptophobia. She oh, couldn't look God. at it because of the You holes. could see pores, y'all. This yes. is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so check it out. Search Bonnie Dutch on Etsy.com. Yeah. You'll find my shop. And stickers are super cheap, and they come in various sizes. So get yourself a 5 by 5 oh, and, God. and just really rep it. Take it in. Just take it in. Be the king oh. you want to be. <laughs> oh. Oh. <Shutter>. Oh, <laughs> It's so gross. It is gross. Okay. That's good. All right, guys. We don't want to be, we would like to be as inspiring as our wonderful guests on this episode. I like that. So we just want to say strong, patient, um, brutally honest, raw, giving it your best, beautiful, lightly inebriated. I respect that. Hopeful. I love all of it. You are that everyone yes. around the world. Anywho, I think I'm going to uh, go eat a snack. Well, you go have a snack. I'm going to go have a fucking snack because what else is there to do? You know what? All there is to do in life is snack right now. That's really what it is. I live between the meals. I don't know about you. I love your gut. I love you. I love you too. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water... It starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.